off kilter, and I was like, okay, well, maybe this guy's not so serious. When, remember when you raced Alicia around the block? Oh. <laughs> I feel like I have that footage somewhere still, because I was the one taking the video. Well, if you find it, put it yeah. in here. <laughs> Link it up. Uh, if I find it, yeah, I can do picture in picture. For yeah. sure. We'll just do a little clip. Um, but yeah, you and Alicia uh, raced, because you were both incredibly certain that you could beat one another in a foot race around the block. And I feel like you won. I did win. <laughs> he remembers well. I, I did won. win. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's terrific. So what's funny about a small world is that we now work together again. We yes. work in the, in the, for the same company. Absolutely. Um, different, different departments, but we work for the same company. So that, that's cool. I just, I like the small worldness of it all. Yeah. I think that's very cool. Um, so, as you already mentioned, um, you're divorced. Yes. I'm divorced. And so this episode of the podcast, while we don't want to be, the, the last thing we want to do is um, talk shit on someone who can't defend themselves or, um, you know, talk shit in general. I try to keep things as positive as I can. But when you become, and you also have a son, you have a child. Yes. Okay. And so, um, as do I, I have a daughter, as you, I would assume you'd all know. So, there, it's, it's difficult for me to put this in, in, a, in a positive light, but anyone that knows me try, knows that I try to make everything positive, which can get annoying to a lot of people. Thank you. No, thank you. No, no thank you. No, fucking thank you. It gets, <laughs> it gets old. Yeah. Um, but there are a lot of negatives and downsides to being a single parent. There just are. Yeah, it, it, it's, you, there's no way around saying that there are downsides and negatives. Now, are there ways to make them positive, and are there ways to uh, mitigate the, uh, you know, the, the the sad moments, the depression, all that sort of thing? You know, there's, there's alcohol, of course, and just just kidding. That's a <laughs> <laughs> wow. That went right for it, huh? No, no, no. But what I'm saying is. There is ways to, to find positivity and be positive about it, but me and Chris today are going to kind of delve into some of the issues that we faced as divorced single parents. So you're adding an element to being a single parent when, you, when, when you're divorced as well, because that means that, um, and I know plenty of people who have had children that, in the, you know, they weren't in a union, they weren't necessarily married, they were in a relationship, but you add the level of, of being in a marriage, and I, I really, this is my opinion, and you could get in the comments or wherever and disagree with me, and that's fine. Um, and this is really the first podcast that I've kind of out and out really decided that we're, I'm going to talk about this, but me and you had this conversation a few days ago. Yes. You know, and I said, yeah. when I said to Chris, like, hey, come on the podcast, and this is always the second, the follow-up question is, how deep are we going? <laughs> Not just, yes, how deep are we going, but the initial question is, what the hell am I even going to talk about? And first of all, Chris has been doing marketing, and he's a whiz at it. If I had my own business, I would hire him, truthfully. Thanks. So, of course. Um, but actually, I'll put a link in YouTube. I'll put a link up for, uh, for Win Digital because I would definitely like, I'd, wow. like, I'd like people to know what you do and that you're Thank good you. at. Thank you. This guy knows. Look, if you, if you have a website, here we go. I always do this every plug. I know. Marketing, no, marketing just happens. Like, I could be talking to a shaman or something or a... Buddhist and be like, well, let me tell you about marketing. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But if you have a website or if you are having trouble with Google or you want to know how to learn or you want someone to help you with Google AdWords, this guy is the man. So it, uh, look at if, if you if you're on Facebook, go to YouTube. If you're on YouTube, look here in the comments below. Um, if you if you have your own business and you haven't really looked into marketing, talk to Chris. Chris is the first phone call you should make. Me, I love social media and that's my big thing and I can help you with that. But Chris. The guy, the guy's a genius with that. Anyways, 
Oh, well, I'm way off track. Oh, the, the, when we first talked, I thought, uh, he said, well, what do we talk about? And I said, well, of course, marketing and AdWords and that sort of thing. And he said, okay, we can talk about that. And then I think it was you that lit upon the idea of like, well, yeah, but we're both single dads or divorced. Why don't we talk about that? Like, well, it's something that more people can relate to. Yes, agreed. Yeah, exactly. What, exactly. 50% of the population? Yeah. yeah, I don't know the numbers, but I'm sure it's close to that. Pretty close. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's when we decided on the subject of, yeah, we have, we have those two commonalities. And there's plenty of people that do. Um, but two people that know each other as well as we do, I feel like it'll be a good conversation. Yeah. So that's what we're going to delve into. Um, me and Chris are men, so we're going to talk about the challenges of being a, a single dad. We're not saying that being a single mom doesn't come with challenges. I've dated plenty of single moms. I have plenty of friends that are single moms, and I know it comes with a ton of challenges. So I always over-qualify things, but here I go again. If you're watching this and you're a single mother, I don't think that it would be bad for you to continue watching because at some point you'll probably end up, if you want to date, dating a single father. And it'd be good for you to, to know his his side of things, I believe. Um, I think this is good for a lot of people to know. Not And we're not we're not here to whine. I want to make that clear. You can, you can learn a thing or two. Yeah, there you go. I'm not letting Chris talk. Um, we're not here to whine, but we're here to let you know this is what it's like being a single father. This is the kind of challenges we face. And yeah. this is how we've overcome them or this is how we've dealt with them and so we're gonna get into that so being a single dad in and of itself is in my opinion a very very big challenge wouldn't you agree yes uh, it, it comes with what for me yeah one of the challenges is getting to have that time so yeah. for me I have every other weekend and then the opportunity or option to uh, have a midweek visit, um, and that in itself is very difficult because, uh, I was just talking to somebody about this a week ago, um, about how my son's teeth yeah. were starting to get loose. Oh my. And so you don't realize when you when you don't have that amount of time, you don't yeah. you don't realize when you do split up or you do become a single dad or a single parent even, yeah. if you don't have that time, the tooth fairy is not much of an option for you. Yeah. You miss out on that. Um, there's a lot of things to be missed out on. There's a lot of things that you could essentially miss out on. And I think when you're in the heat of the moment, Either you're in the middle of getting divorced, thinking yeah. about divorce. That is something that you don't really think about. Mm -hmm. So I just talked to a buddy the other day, and, and he's he's in the process. You know, like, well, you know, you know, any good attorneys that sort of like he's there. Yeah. And I I told him I said the very first thing I said was, look, I'm not trying to be a dick to who your soon to be ex is, but and, and I'm not trying to take a time away from her. But get as much time as you can with your kids. Yep. For a dad, like, I don't know where you're at, who, anyone who's watching, but if there's anyone that, who's watching that, not necessarily on the fence, and we'll get into divorce and, yeah. and that in a little bit, but um, if you're in a place where you're not sure about that decision, whatever that decision is about splitting up, get as much time. Again, I'm not trying to take time away from the other gender, but get as much time as you can with your kids. And um, I know Chris personally, Chris, Chris uh, works hard to make sure he... He has not just time with his son, but quality time. 
There's a difference. There's a, all right, we got you home, got to go to sleep, got to go to bed, got to eat, you know, got to eat, got to sleep, got to eat, got to take a shower, a bath, go to bed, and, and that's it. Like, and I get it. Sometimes that's all you have time for. Like, there yeah. are times with Chloe, that's all I have time for. Like, look, I got to get you home, I got to get you in bed, like, you got to get some sleep tonight. So, I understand that. I'm not downplaying that, but making sure, I think that's one of the, I like that you, that was the very first thing that you said, is like, getting that time with your kid. Like, there's just, they're growing up. We're getting older. You know, it's time. It's a bitch, and we—that is—that is is our enemy. So keeping that in mind, uh, getting as much time as you can with with your child, I think, is a huge challenge. But then on top of that, especially as they get older, making sure that time is quality time and it's not spent fighting with them because there's a lot of things to fight with them about. Why? 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 (laughs) Fucking eat your food. No, I don't want to eat my food. Like there's a gazillion things to fight with them about, and therapy has helped me with those fights a lot. But at the same time, there's still days when I'm just like, oh my God, kid, like you're driving me crazy. And then I have to look back. I think that's normal. It is. It is. I agree. But then I, it's important to have that perspective and understand like, hey, yes, they might be driving you crazy, but you only have a few years with them. Yeah. And this week, you only have a few hours with them. So like make them count. Yeah, exactly. It's very important. Um, like that's I, a really good point. Yeah. Make make make, make it quality time. Make, make it fun. And honestly, were it not for my... My mother, who's really harped on me, not been mean, but harped on me about that. Like, hey, when you pick up Chloe, go do something fun. Like, go have fun with her. Yeah. I've only recently started, um, well, when I pick her up, she just wants to go to the park. It doesn't, like, it never snows out here, except for, like, two years ago when I was home yeah. her. It should have snowed. Um, it doesn't matter if there was snow on the ground, if there was ice. She would want to go straight to the park as soon as I pick her up. So, I don't have time to take her to the park. I, it's dark when I pick her up around 530. I have time to take her, um take her here to my apartment, give her a bath, and put her in bed. But she wants to go to the park, so what do we do? Eh, we go to the park. Yeah. You know, so I, um, you know, I, I think that's, uh, sorry, I'm over-talking probably, but I want to hear from you as well, Chris, but that's, I like that that's what you brought up. Yeah, it's, in my, time is your most valuable asset, and yep. nobody really knows how much they have. Mm-hmm. So that even makes it more valuable and you really quickly start to realize what's important in your life when it's gone. Yeah. Not all the time, because it could be a blessing for that to be gone. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, for, sure. for your children, yeah. I would assume most parents, man or woman, want to spend time with their children. Yeah. There are a couple people who uh, don't have that qual that that. I quality yeah. mm-hmm. and I fucking hate you. Yeah, fuck them. They're the worst. Um, you're a terrible human being, and unless you have a really, really good reason, that is not the norm. Uh, I don't see what good reason there could be, but yeah, I get it. <laughs> you're fighting in a war. Who knows? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but unless you have an incredibly good reason, there should be no excuse as to why you are not actively involved in your kid's life. Yep. And I despise anybody who doesn't put 110% effort into making their child's life something to remember. And when that child looks back, they're not second-guessing how much they were loved. Yep. So, um, I know I got a little off topic. No, that's right. To me, that's a really sensitive issue just because I see so many, you know, I hear women complain. And we'll talk about the perspective of a woman because I've dated single moms. Yeah, I've dated single moms too, yeah. And, um... Show, at least gathering the empathy yeah. uh, for their situation, 
you do see some kind of dads that are less than 100% involved. I could say it yeah, that way. Yeah, easily you could say And that I think it's way too common. Yep. Um, and that might be why the system kind of is geared towards the moms having dads. Well, the system is fucked, right? Like, I mean, that's right. what, before we started today, that was actually one of the bullet points. The system is fucked that we wrote down. Um, by the way, if you want a refill, I should have brought it down here. If you want a refill, there's more There's more in the fridge of what, what you just had. I mean, you can have some of this, or you can have what's in the, in the freezer. It's up to you. Uh, but jump up and grab it if you want, or have some of this if you if you want a refill. We're doing, we're, we're doing a podcast. I'll stay here. All right. <laughs> no, you can't. I've, I've been dominating the mic anyways. I feel bad for it's it. It's all but, good. Um, the system is fucked, and what you said was a great segue into that. Like, it's for a good reason. Like, we've both experienced, like, uh, looking over, and I'm not going to get into specifics, but looking over court orders and and sitting in court for hours and seeing the way that uh, that favoritism runs in the courts. It's just, it's a thing. It's known. And I feel like what you said is very important to know. It's for good reason. There's been a lot of precedent set when it comes to dads. Like, and we're not here to shit on moms. We're not here, certainly not here to shit on dads. We're single dads. But there's precedent when it comes to, well, you know, why is it so hard for me to get just a little more time with my kid? Or why is it uh, so easy for her to this or that or whatever? Mm-hmm. Well, it's because in the past, dads have been overwhelmingly known to be the ones that bounce. To be the ones that are like, eh, you know, I made the baby, but I'm out now. I'm going to a different state. Like, or, yeah, like what's the... F- I'm trying to think really hard. Yeah, me too. For Every uh, day. The, the terminology... Uh, you know, you hear deadbeat dad. Oh yeah, all the time. Often, yeah. Well, what's the terminology for deadbeat, deadbeat mom? mom? <laughs> it's it's deadbeat mom, and it's rare that you hear it. No, but deadbeat dad is something that you. It's it's, it's kind a household of. Uh, term. It's a household term. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You don't really hear a whole lot about deadbeat, deadbeat moms. moms. So. Me and you know. I wouldn't say me and you. I'd say humans in general that are that have been that have friends that are single parents or are single parents themselves are aware that it could be either mom or dad, or in some cases, both, that are deadbeats. It happens. It's it's humanity. Yeah. Humanity is flawed. So, um, yeah, I don't know how far we want to go on the system is fucked, but it's definitely fucked. No, I could go deep yeah. into the system is fucked. Uh, <laughs> let's stay on that for a All right, all right, that's fine, yeah. Um, I was standing in line with a dad in, in court. We were in court, um, or in the courthouse. We were in line to fill out some paperwork or something. And we were talking about um, some issues. Sorry, interjected. I know. You no, 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 no. Go ahead. Uh, so we're, we were talking, and he was talking about showing the judge um, text message records from from his ex, from from baby mama, mm-hmm. and just saying like, "Look, this is proof that she, whatever it was, and I don't recall this was a couple of years ago." And the judge was just like, "Eh, it's text messages. It could be what, like he just threw it out. Like, who cares?" Like. I'm going to interject right there. Just a tip. If you are getting divorced and you do have text messages that you would like to show to the court, on the contact, first, last name, and then the phone number. So you enter the phone number as the last name. Oh. This guy knows. Is that iPhone, Android? Does it matter? Well, if you can. I think, yeah, yeah, so what I have done Mm -hmm. is I enter... So it shows in the screenshot. First, last name. It shows. First, last name is on the first, like, in your contacts, the first name. Then the phone number is listed as the, the last name. last name, and that way it's not really disputable. Yeah, it's all right there. There's a, a screenshot uh, of a message. There's an app that I have also, and I don't want to get too deep, but every time I plug my phone into my laptop, it automatically takes the text messages, and 
uploads it. It, it oh, just uploads damn. it. And That's so I have, I have like five years worth of text messages that are backed up. So if don't, I ever need to revert with this guy. <laughs> so if I ever need to revert back to something, right I can there. pull it up and just do it. Actually, just do it. Even search for yep. the text, and it'll pop up. Take yep. a screenshot. Say. On that note, um, if if you are, <clears throat> if you are, and I've told a lot of people about this app. Go for it. Do it. No. I've told a lot of people about this app, and, and he has a different version of it that he pays for, so you can you can talk about that if you want. But um, this is an app I use that has been actually helpful in court. So please pay attention. I hope your ears are going up if you're you know if you've got kids, if you're a single parent, and you're oh, if you're having oh okay. I hit my hand. <laughs> this guy has what is it called? No, I hit my hand. hand. We're gonna play the tape back and see exactly <laughs> what happened here. We will. I haven't even. If you've got kids and they're bouncing back and forth between two homes and you want something more or you want something better than text messages, use an app like Our Family Wizard, right, which I is what you one. use, or an app like TalkingParents.com. It's free. All you got to do is get the other party to register, and often it's mandated by the court if you're having trouble getting along. I highly recommend that because it kind of helps take all the passion and craziness out of it. Because you'll, you'll say things in a text message that you would never say face-to-face, -face, ever. Not necessarily between, you know, mom and dad or ex and ex, but just in general. There's things that I send to girls in text <laughs> that when I see them, I'm like, oh, yeah, I should not have said that. <laughs> so... All I'm trying to say is finding an app like that that works, and it's basically just a messaging app, and it shows the other person and you when you read each message, and uh, I think yours as well. You can print off the entire message record, and the court, uh, in my experience, the court has looked at that kind of there's text messages, and then there's those apps, and those are kind of a higher level than the text messages. Yeah, mine's a little, uh, yours so is a little what more I use, What I use is Our Family Wizard, and... Um, you can do a lot with it. You can check when was the last time they've logged in. Oh, I'm glad mine doesn't have that. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you can check the last time they, that they even logged into the yeah. app. Um, you get an opened receipt. So if they yes, opened it, you get well. it, it timestamps when it was opened. Yep. Um, you can create a budget. You can create, uh, the child's calendar on nice. what their system is. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and I want to, before I go further into this, I want to <laughs> emphasize, if you can actually co-parent with... Without that? Yes. Yeah. Your, your child's uh, parent, other parent, if you can co-parent with them effectively, I highly recommend that you do that. Just person to person, you're saying? Person like, to person, yeah. like, hey. Hey, let's talk. Let's talk. Yeah. Um, obviously, there are those situations where... Communication is what was probably the, the factor in, in the end of your relationship, or there's there's a factor in, in cases, yeah, yeah, or non-communication, yep. yeah, yeah, lack thereof. Um, so I want, I really, I can't emphasize enough. If you can actually put your egos aside and co-parent, that's good advice. Um, that's going to be way better. Than having yeah. to log in, log in and out, and, and waste hours and hours and hours of your time. What did this person say? Yeah. What did this person say? Are they, why are they saying this to me? Are they doing this to me to get back to me? Is are it they a game? Yeah, yeah. Is this a game? Are they using this for court down the line? Yep. If you can effectively co-parent with that person, that would be the route I 
would hope that's, that you take. That's so good, Chris. Like that's really good. Like that's great advice. Like if you, if you can have that kind of a relationship with um, the parent of your child or children, like that's so much better than yeah. you know having to go back and forth and fact check each other or you know try to call them out for something. Like it's so much, so much less stress. Um, and I haven't come, you know, I, I, I won't share a lot of details, but recently I've, I've had um, more in-person in conversations, and it's, it's been, for me, I don't know about the other party, but for me it's been whew, much better. It's been, it's a lot less stress. It's great. Yeah. I appreciate it. So, um, so moving on, we're going to talk about, and again, we, the last thing we want, we're, we're not here to shit on anyone. I just want to reaffirm that. But we do want to talk about um, just variables that you're going to run into when you have a child that you're rearing between two different households. Because even if your households are very similar, there's still going to be differences. There's different things that you watch on TV, which, by the way, excuse me, translates into your children having different catchphrases or things they think are yeah. funny. <laughs> well, that struck a chord. It's yeah. true, though. No, it's true. It, it is. Um, Languages it's, they pick up, like, when, where what? did you learn this? Yeah. Uh, the other day, I was trying to buckle Chloe into her car seat, and, um, or she was, she knows how to buckle the top, not the bottom. Uh, and so I buckled the bottom, and she goes to buckle the top. I'm like, can you buckle it? And she's like, uh, uh, apparently not. I was like, you're four. <laughs> when the fuck did you come up with apparently? <laughs> I didn't say fuck to her. But you know what I mean? Like, they do come come back with it. And if your kid ever comes back with, how are you doing? Then maybe check, you know, uh, what they're watching. But I'm not saying, like, I'm not saying the other parent automatically is letting them watch something they shouldn't or that there is something they shouldn't watch. However... Um, you know, that, that's part of it. Yeah. Like, the food they eat, the environment they're in. And again, this is not me saying, you know, my kid or any other kid is just pristine and perfect and everything here and the other side is the end of the world. No, it's just, it's different. And so I think, um, what I've done that isn't easy for me, but I think is important for Chloe is when she, like when you get, when you get your son over the, you know, over the weekend, yeah. when you have some time with him for the holidays, whatever, like I'm sure Chris does this as well. There's not when I try to allow for transition time, so it's not when she comes back to me. It's not like okay, this is the rules and this is what we're doing and this is what Daddy says. It's like, okay, and it's not like hey, do whatever the fuck you want. Like you know, it's not. It's yeah. Neither of, yeah, that's not where I'm going. This with is it. interesting. I want to see where you're going with. Oh uh, yeah, I'm not. That's not. I'm not going to that. I'm not trying to go to one extreme or the other. I'm just trying to let it be easy and loose. It's just kind of like when she gets in the car on Wednesday, which is the day I pick her up. What do you want to do? What do you want to eat? Where do you want to go? Now, if she said Disneyland, we'd have to have a conversation because we can't go to Disneyland at five thirty, and I can't afford that anyways. That's podcast right. and have advertising on it yet, sweetheart. <laughs> if I had Disney, I do. I have Pooh Bear, but I don't think uh, Disney's going to count that. Yeah. Um, but uh, speaking of, I want to show you guys this. I showed this to Chris earlier. These things are sick. Oh no, Superman's down. This is a genuine. I hope you're not listening. I hope you're watching. Death card, not an actual one, but from Vietnam. And that is, to my recollection, the enemies on the other side. Hope that doesn't offend anyone. It'll offend someone. But explain what that was used for. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> I didn't know this. I so said, we were some savages back I in the know. Day. So death cards were left on um, the dearly departed enemy troops. Which, it's propaganda. The Nazis did it. Oh, so that must make it okay. That didn't come out right at all. Um, but it's, it's part of wartime propaganda. Well, but, the Nazis well, did it. Well, the Nazis did it, so... <laughs> we weren't the first. We were... <laughs> Jesus. It's terrible. 
This podcast, this is gonna. I never edit podcasts. <laughs> I might this offend a couple people. This one's getting edited. <laughs> uh, no, death cards were left on uh, dead enemy soldiers. It was kind of a message of, you know, go home and give up, sort of thing. Which maybe we shouldn't have been there in the first place. But anyways, um, all all this is so terrible right now. <laughs> all love and respect to any friends and family that I know or anyone that has served. I, I, I love you guys because uh, I do know some people that were over there. So. Um, what track were we on and why are we here now? Oh, yeah, my sponsorship, this still hasn't happened. That's from, um, Zero Foxtrot's the name of the company, if you're looking for that. So, not that anyone is or should be. Um, child rearing. Oh, giving, give, give your kid time. And it's, and it's not going balls to the wall. Like, just do whatever you want. But trying to give them a little bit of, just have a little bit of, uh, uh under, extra, extra understanding on that transition day. When they've been at a different house with different rules or similar rules maybe not exactly the same and different different um different uh, schedule different diet that sort of thing i feel like you have where did you hear that i didn't you you that just, was just I something just, that you had just, just decided for yourself it wasn't even therapy yeah i just decided you like, didn't like you weren't told that that was something in therapy because that's actually a really no. good idea yeah i personally it just makes sense like i think i naturally have done that but mm -hmm. i've actually never really given thought to the rules between one house and another, and if you don't know what the rules are in the other house, um, that's where that communication. They, that you don't have a choice but to try to communicate. Right. And if you can't, right, then you're not having to deal with an additional problem. Right. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. 100%. Crazy. So, yeah. So you can. That's. It's being proactive. You know. Yeah. Like you're instead of finding out on the back end that this is a routine that your kid's been doing through for three months, and whether it's good or bad, it's just something you should have known about. You know, it's better to know up front. And it's good to communicate that to the other parent as well. Like, here's when here's when nap times have been. Here's what diet's been like. Oh, by the way, kiddo got sick, and so here's what happened. Like, you know, here's what the doctor said. That sort of thing. So, um, yeah, communication is very important, especially when you're when you're rearing your child between two different homes. Um, Let me ask you a question. I don't mean to interrupt. No. But now that we're on the... the we're here now. The Yeah. Now we're on this subject. <laughs> so... There may be different variables, mm -hmm. what might, because I'll, I'll get it. We're going deep. Oh, uh, shit. Uh, there may be different variables as to when you get to spend that time with the child as opposed mm -hmm. to the other parents spending the time with the child all the time. So, okay. for instance, I, when I spend time with my child, I take him out everywhere. There, you want to go to Disneyland? We're going to Disneyland. Yeah, because you want to go to Chris's ball, and I'm not. So. No. <laughs> Here's what you do. Uh, you go I'm sorry, Disney. If your kid looks like they're about, if they're three, oh hell they yeah, get away you, with two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You buy one Disneyland yeah, ticket for the yeah. day. Yeah, exactly. You walk it. Actually, yeah. you get the pass. Yeah, exactly. For yeah. yourself, and then you. So you just exactly. Yeah. That's all I did. My kid's totally too. I'm not Shut the fuck up, gate attendant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, yeah. I had to call you out. That was um. No, 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 no. <laughs> I have a niece who's who looks like she's six, but she uh, was three. Oh wow! Incredibly tall and articulate for her age. Oh no! And they, <laughs> they tried to get her them. in. Yeah. And they're like, they like for fifteen minutes was arguing with the front attendant. <laughs> and what happened? And my dad goes, "Do I need to get her fucking birth certificate for you guys to <laughs> realize that this is not a game?" That's hilarious. I think it's what two and under. I don't know. Uh, anyways, forever. That's long in the past. Yeah, this yeah. is like four That's years ago. That's a whole ago. other thing. So, but you're saying that the the time. 
the time that I have is very precious to me because I don't have much of it. Mm -hmm. So when you, you want to make the most of it. Yep. So I was called and still probably to this day am called Disneyland dad. Yeah. He doesn't have to deal with the bullshit that comes along with raising a kid. He gets to just go out and have fun with them. Yeah, yeah. And there's that, there's that, uh, I guess, partial jealousy that comes along oh, with yeah, it. Oh, yeah, big time. But keep in mind, like, remember, I don't have that time like she does. And I would right. much rather yeah, switch. I know you would. I know you would. Well, the thing I think most dads would who have the same schedule that I do yeah. would most rather switch. And you know what? You could if, be Disneyland mom. Yeah. Go. And, and would you be mad? No, because your son is time? your child, not son, but your, your child <laughs> is gaining a new experience. Yeah, yeah exactly. And but you're I, showing them like a better, you're you're elevating their their sense of like, yeah, you can go to the park, you can do whatever, but there's also these other avenues. Yeah. That if if the other parent can't show you those avenues for whatever reason, then. It's Again, my it's job. A, it's about the quality of the child's it's the quality. life. Are you taking the kid to Disneyland, and that's 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 making his quality of life poorer? No. Are now are you taking the kid to Disneyland and then he expects to always go to Disneyland all the time? That's also not correct. That's not what he expects. No, 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 no. I don't know. But you see what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. the, the the taking it out of proportion is the issue because I, I look. Let's let's be real here. Like it's it's. Um, Disneyland dad is a very real term. Just as much as deadbeat dad, think, yeah. not the same, but Disneyland dad or Disneyland parent. I've heard that many and times. And that parent resents you uh, for it. Yeah, exactly. Well, here's the thing. This is what I think is important for everyone to know because I feel like we've probably got people watching that could possibly be on both sides of this. So, I, for me, I haven't taken Chloe to a lot of places like yeah. that. Yeah. Now, when we we go, we go uh, home for Christmas and we get on the plane and we go places. Um, but that's a that's an experience, right? That your child is getting, right? Exactly. So for the mother yep. or or opposite the sex, parent, the other yeah. parent, yep. For the other parent to be, um, to have resentment, yeah, toward because you the, yeah. because you're able to at that time. Well, here's what it is. It's, it's give about, them that experience. It for me, it's sense. about two things. Sorry, for me, it's about two things. It's about the quality time. Most kids would be just as happy to go to the park or to go to Disneyland. They don't know the difference. They don't know the difference half the time. And then if, please, no children are watching this, but if you're a child and watching this, just kidding. Disneyland's better. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, because I don't take Chloe a lot of places like that, and I'm not trying to shit on what you're doing. I love it. That's yeah. awesome. Um, I, I, I try to focus on the quality time that I spend with her. Again, Absolutely. You're spending quality time with your son in a, just in a different setting. But yes. But the thing to remember is it's important for parents to not to not take that personally. Now, again, like I said, if 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 the child is coming back and Chloe will come to me and talk to me about Legoland and things like that. I'm like, "Oh, that's awesome. I'm glad you had fun. Did you have fun?" Yeah. yeah. But then we go swing at the park and she's having the time of her life, and that's okay. You know, yep. so I think I think people have, we have to find that the way to get that perspective of look, is my am I having a good time with my kid, and is it bringing and is it bringing a quality experience to their life? Yes, in a story. That's yeah, it. and that's it's all that counts. Just for the audience, I don't do that all the time. <laughs> Every fucking weekend. No, like last time. <laughs> no, we go to the park and we play with stomp rockets, yeah, which, is, which is the the where you take your. Uh, your foot and you stomp on a compressed airbag and it shoots this rocket into the sky and I my son like loves a... the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> he I he thought... wants to see how high he can get it. 
that sounded like. But that's gonna... the same type of quality time. Yeah. As, as long Disneyland. as it's quality time. Right. Are you taking your kid to Disneyland and texting the whole time in line, or are you taking? Nah. But no, you see what I'm saying. You're talking are you... about their day, right. what's going on are in school. But are you taking them to Disneyland and, and interacting with them, yeah. or are you taking them to Disneyland and just letting them go? It's whatever. Like, no, like I brought you to Disneyland. You're here. You're fine. Go play. That's you know that's just that is the same in my opinion as taking them to the park and sending them off and sitting on the bench and texting. Yeah. Are you running around playing tag? Are you helping with them in the monkey bars? Like, and again, I'm not here to judge. Everyone has different parenting styles. I'm just saying, if you want to get upset about the other parent doing something that costs more money than what you can afford to do with with your child, and throw in the variable of, is your child expecting that from you as well? Because it can happen that mom and or dad, either or, not and or, mom or dad, could do something like that with a child, and then pull them in with that and say, yeah, but, but mommy takes you to Disneyland, but daddy doesn't, does he? Or daddy takes you to Disneyland, doesn't he? But does mommy take you to Disneyland? That's, nope. That's but it happens. Kind of I can't a tell level you. Of right, up right. right there. But I can't tell you that's not happening. I can tell you. I'm sure. I'm not speaking from personal experience. No, no, no I know that at all. I'm just saying that does happen. And it's not just Disneyland. It could be food. It could be dad. Mommy doesn't take you to McDonald's. Dad doesn't take. You know what I mean? Like it could be all kinds of things. I think it's important to understand that when you're ch when you're with your child, make it quality time, but make it about you and them. Don't bring a variable into it of, but the other parent doesn't whatever. Oh, yeah, you know yeah. That doesn't matter. That's, that's when you need to have a problem. That's when, where you're going to have that, a problem. Right, well, but that's when, no, that's when, if you, that's happening to you on the other end. If your child's coming back to you and saying, why don't you take me to Disneyland? Mommy says you should take me to Disneyland. Daddy says you should take me to Disneyland. That's when you get to get mad at Disneyland dad or Disneyland mom. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? I can see that. I'm trying to see every perspective here. I don't I think, can, I don't think from my experience, I don't think that, uh. I'm not saying that's a big My My child is at an age where that's not what they would come to with their, to their mom. But he, right. he's like. I did this and I did this and I did this. Yep. And I think um, the resentment comes from the fact that you're doing those things and his and mom, yeah and she's not able to, so to speak. <laughs> no, she's not able. Yeah, to. yeah. So again, I the the only point that I'm trying to make is that inherently there's not an issue with one parent who may have you know more wherewithal and be able to do things that the other parent yeah. can't. No, there's I... nothing wrong inherently wrong with that. <clears throat> the issue would come in manipulating the child into thinking that that parent is better because they can do these That'd things. That'd be like mental manipulation for but the child. But it happens all the time, dude. It happens. I, trust me. Because I don't think there's a difference. This. I don't think that there is any difference between the connection that you have with your child when you get off a ride yep. where they are. You just finished the ride. They are ecstatic. It's like they got a new experience. Yeah. And they're they're sharing that experience with the parent that gets to see them ex share that experience. Yeah. And then you're bonding that way. I don't think that's any different than a parent pushing their kid on the swing and that kid or the either the twi yeah. the tire swing. Yeah. And then the just tire swings ecstatic. and they're spinning and they're ecstatic and you're bonding yep. that way. There is literally no difference for the for, for us there is a it costs us a lot more to get to those rights <laughs> but like what you're saying the bond and the quality time there's just not when your kids 13 14 15 sure maybe there is, yeah but not as much there as really isn't much of a difference between like how you bond with your child it's yep. just like you want to show your child different 
like let's say they can't experience those things at the other household yeah. and let's say that you have the opportunity to allow your child to experience those new things you want your child to experience that to where that becomes like a standard way of living like if you want to do something like that go do it go do it when they get older because my son is six and mm -hmm. it'll be seven in february yep. so in a month yeah um when they're 13 14 you can then at that time or maybe even 10 yeah lay down the concrete of you know all the things that i did so right. that you can go here and do this and do this and oh, do this yeah that's good you need to put in the work ethic you need to like you need that. to stay on point because you can give examples even if you wanted to yeah. at a later date but like you can do those things but it costs money and money takes time it takes effort it so takes you're saying you persistence can, you can use that as a tool essentially yeah yeah it's a great tool yeah it's a great tool but it's like just like those kids that like <laughs> oh boy those adults <laughs> no it's just yeah. like those adults are um like if you've dated someone who has that higher expectation yeah yeah of like i'm not the yard house how dare he take me to the yard house <laughs> uh, which which would be equivalent like, or, trying, to think, or um, trying to think back home yeah back that'd home be, what would that be, be like that'd be sizzler uh, i don't know if we'll be have sizzler <laughs> just kidding we're going sizzler um hang on let me think so yard house back home it's like a step above applebee's is what i would call it so whatever is a step above applebee's back home right would it's you where would you would yeah so like you're not gonna it's like you're taking me to mcdonald's how dare you? <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what that's the mentality. That's how they if look at you. Hey, yeah. If you behave, you're gonna get that apple pie. So relax. <laughs> <laughs> Just chill. Or if you're lucky, you'll get dessert. The holidays, you get the holiday yeah. pie. There's some people yeah. that literally that would be their best first day ever. And yeah, then there's other people that have the standard of, hey, like, I'm worth more. And yeah. people, you, you need to take me someplace that's got sixty dollar plates. You like, want to shit. Yeah, but yeah. I mean. It could it, it can't really come expected, right? Right. No, no I get it. I'm just but saying. But I'm just saying you're really, showing you're that at. child, hey, you wanna you wanna live below uh, below you wanna live below your potential. It it's an option. Yeah. Or you can. Do or this. you, I want to show you that um, how hard you work is a reflection of where you are. Yeah. Period. That's good. I like it. Later in life, like when they're older, mm -hmm. but. You know, it's, yeah, but the younger you can start distilling good values and helping them understand the correlation, yeah, between, between the hard two. work and status. So, and, and not status as in the car you drive, the place you live, how many followers you have. Status as in yourself as a human being. You're a good human being who works damn hard. Like that's it. And because of that, you're happy. And because of that, there you go. Happiness and being a good human being. All right. Yeah. So there's a lot of to wrap that point up, which was a, that was good. Um, there is, there are a lot of differences, um, you know, when you, even if you're rearing a, two people rearing one or two or three or several children in the same home, you're still going to have differences. People know this, you, you know, even when, when you were together, there were things when uh, would come up and you'd be like, you, it would be difficult to agree on. So you have to understand that once you're, you don't agree on things together sometimes. Now once you're split. Sometimes you, you sure really as fuck don't agree on anything. <laughs> you really don't agree on things. <laughs> so finding a th catharsis, finding a way to come to an agreement for the betterment of the child is so important. I would say if there's anything that I could tell you about the variables, the differences between rearing a child in two different places, just what's better for the kid. And that's what's important. And again, my 
personal practical thing and that Chris has said he practices well is during that time when they've been at the other household and now they're coming to yours, go easy. You know, and I'm not saying like let them walk all over you, but let give them that transition time of, oh, well, you had, you know, you've been eating pizza every day. Okay, that's cool. Would you like to try something different uh, tonight? Oh my you God! Know, but, you just oh, no. opened up a can of worms. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is, if they, if they've been eating pizza every day, don't necessarily, oh, you can't have any fucking pizza. Well, okay, you've been eating pizza every day. Why don't we try something different? And something that pineapple I, pizza. <laughs> fuck no. Um. <laughs> Uh, something that I, now I was going to move on and now I'm not, something that I found that really has helped me with Chloe and, if, and, and again, I, I'm, I'm brand new to this stuff, guys, like I'm not here to say I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pro, but something that I found and that my therapist has recommended is giving your child a choice. So let's, this is a, for instance, and this is something that I, that would have been told me in therapy for sure. Child, you, your child comes home and they've been at the other parent's house for a week and remember this, um, some people are pretty manipulative and kids pick up on that really quick. And if they're around manipulative people, they are going to take on those manipulative characters. As a characters. learned behavior. Yes, very good word, very good phrase. So, um, if they're pretty, if if you think that manipulation might be going on on the other side, not intentional, it just happens. It's learned behavior, like you said. Then watch your child for those. If your kid says something outlandish, like. I don't know. We've been jumping off skyscrapers every day for a week. Well, probably they haven't. And then that may not even that may not even be that crazy. Sometimes Chloe says things, and I'm just like, yeah, I, no, there's no way. But let's say they come to you and they say, I've been eating pizza. What do you want to eat for dinner? Well, I want pizza. Okay, we can have pizza. I want pizza because I've had pizza every day. Well, that number one, that may not be true at all. They that may be the fact that they haven't had pizza this whole time and they really want some. So feel them out. I've had pizza every day. Oh, you have? Well, that must have been a lot of fun, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Practice that empathy and then draw them in and say, so you've had pizza every day? Yeah. And you want pizza tonight? Yeah. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. If you have pizza tonight, we're probably not going to have any pizza the rest of the week. So how about we have whatever you have at home? Yeah. So you don't do yeah, any yeah. pizza. How about we have chicken nuggets? How about we have, I have turkey sausage, I have eggs, I have the basic, I have cheese, Chloe loves cheese. How about we have some sausage and eggs, and then on Friday, in two days, we can have pizza. What now fuck think? that shit, I want pizza. No, that's <laughs> exactly what, that's what, exactly what can happen. So, no, I want pizza, okay. Now, the, now the decision, I love that now you said that. Now it's become a battle. Now, no, now it's a decision. It's a battle. It is a battle, but you turn it into a decision, and you say, okay, so it's up to you. So we can have Eggs, but you're gonna pizza sausage. one time. Yeah. Eggs, you can have eggs and sausage tonight, and you can have pizza on Friday, or we can have pizza tonight. That's fine, but we're not gonna have any more pizza the rest of the week. I like your parenting style. Thanks. <laughs> no, it's I all learned from no, because you're at you're, least that is. Yeah, and it's it's. Uh... Children need they need to. Here's the thing. You have, oh god, this is so important. I'm so glad that we're in this territory. So many children, and I'm not saying across the board. But it's hard to give kids choices because they're nuts. Hey, would you like a pet? Yes, I'd like a unicorn, please. I can't give you a fucking unicorn. That's not a real thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's hard to give a child choices because the things that they want generally don't make sense. Sometimes aren't English. Yeah. And many times you just can't, you can't afford to give it to them. So giving a child two choices on things you can afford or can make happen for them instead of trying to find a way to balance your checkbook to give in to their needs that were created by someone else or instead of just giving them what they want instead of 
or trying to or trying to take the easy path, but yeah. just giving them no choice. Like, no, you can't have that. I don't know where you got that stupid idea, but we don't have that kind so of money. Shut it down. Yeah. Instead of going to either of those places, find two choices that work for you, whether it's food or what to watch on TV or whatever. Like, well, I was watching Friends. Well, maybe as a three-year-old, you shouldn't be watching Friends. Yeah. Or as a six-year-old, you should. But here's <laughs> Princess Sophia, and here's... We were Prince on a break. It's <laughs> <laughs> my status. It works. Is that right? yeah. Really? It is. If you look at my status on my tell says we were on a break. And people will be like, oh, sorry, were you on a break? Ah, I got you, because that's what they, they don't really see Friends. Yeah. So giving your kid or in you know any it's it's hard to give a kid choices but when you get break it down to the point that you can understand that their choices don't have to be these their choices are not their own but they're your choices that you're giving to them and I'll do that with Chloe I do it at the park so for another for instance is it'll be time to leave like it'll be 6 it's starting to get cold it's starting to get dark. Like, hey, we need to go. And I'll talk culture beforehand. Hey, when it's time to go, I don't want you to pitch a fit. Okay. Yeah. Which she sometimes will anyways. But then I'll give her the choice. I'll say, all right, here's what's... Chloe, it's time to go. No, I don't want to go. Okay. So here's what's going to happen. Either we're going to go, we're going to go right now, and then tomorrow we'll come back to the park. Or you can stay as long as you want, but tomorrow we're not coming back. And then you have to stick to that. So, go ahead. <laughs> Parenting styles. Yeah, yeah, everything's um, different. So you, you that that was uh, a lot to take in because yeah. I, as you're talking, I'm self-reflecting, and for instance, like I think there's we should have started this podcast right. off <laughs> with, with <that>? saying, <laughs> "Hey, I have this much time with my child," and then yeah. me saying, "I have this That's much time very with my child." True. Because I think you have. I have more time to capitalize on more sorts of time to capitalize on yep. that. Yep. So and let me, so, but let me set that stage though. Yeah. I um, and I can say that actually in the intro, I can work that in. Um, but I, I have, um, and this, I want everyone to understand this because the, this is talking about the system being fucked again. Yeah. This isn't a comparison, like well. Stuart's a good dad and Chris isn't, or Chris is a great dad and Stuart's not. No, 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 no. It's the way the system works. Yeah, fuck that Chris guy. It's the, <laughs> no, it's the way the system works. Let me let me say this really quick um, before I say the, the, the times that I have, Chloe. I have a an acquaintance who was paying his um, his baby mama drama, I think they had two or three kids, paying her uh, in excess of $1,000 a month. She only had them for a few days out of the week, like two or three days out of the week. She was at one point um, caught, I won't give names or details, but I will say intent to distribute was involved, and that $1,000, that custody, all that, never changed. Never changed. Hold on. So that's the system that we deal with. No, 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 no. Okay, this is probably not a mutual friend we know of. No. Yeah. No. So So you have another friend that... Probably another state. Wow. No, this one's the state. Okay, so... I'm gonna get off topic. Go ahead. This is but not your mother's this podcast. Is, no, no, no. Yeah, this is not your mother's <laughs> podcast. So... Mo sorry, mom. <laughs> uh, no, I. That is uh, actually similar very similar to to me. Yeah. Um, earlier in the podcast, I, I was talking about how you have pictures and yeah. you have timestamps. Yep. And when you show the judge. A picture that is time-stamped of um, the child's other parent 
involved in uh, drug activity and the timestamp reflects when they're supposed to have that child. And it correlates with the And it correlates, time. yeah. And I'm not going to go into much detail, but it was re a really graphic picture. And um, But I don't want to make it more than it is because it's legal now in yeah. California. Yeah, yeah. But um, it wasn't then. But it wasn't it then. Noted. And um, you say to the judge, at what point is any of this in the best interest of the child? Yeah. And... The same situation, it, f it just goes right out the window. Wow. Where they, wow. they go, noted, moving on. Wow. And it it just, was that quick. It has no bearing. It was that quick. It, they didn't care. Um, <sighs> so there are certain things, and that's what, why I brought up in the very beginning, there are certain think? things in other states yeah, where some different. things are okay, yeah. and then there's a zero tolerance. Like California, we're very liberal. So yeah, but what do you think it would have been like if that had gone the other way and you had, not you, whoever it was that was dealing with this, if it had been the, the male parent that had been caught with that sort of thing? Do you think it would have been no big deal as well, or do you think it would have been different? It depends. Yeah. What were we fighting for? Yeah, was I true. was fighting to gain full custody. Right. Um, if it's the same situation, I yeah. think uh, the judge. It, Depends pure, on the pure speculation. Yeah. yeah. It, if at any point, I think the judge would have probably taken a second glance at it. Yeah, at least. Okay, so back to what I was saying. Sorry. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> um, I'm just, I want to, I, when I say my times, I don't want it to be like Chris has less time and that has a reflection on him as a father. Thanks for taking me back. Yeah. Because <laughs> I have this issue with my, yeah. with, with my child yeah. where I am constantly, food thing yeah. is an issue. I, for whatever reason, this this child is the most picky eater. <laughs> and Sounds like me. Unless it's hot dogs, uh, pizza, macaroni and cheese, Have you tried turkey dogs? chicken nuggets. Yep. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> unless it's literally one his, of those his five food groups, which are shit food. Shit food. <clears throat> um. Very difficult to eat. Get him to eat chicken. Uh, very difficult to eat. To have him eat almost anything that had green, yeah. uh, any vegetables, fruit, it's a hit or miss. Apples yeah. are a good thing, um, but as a as a parent who has very limited time every other weekend, you really, in that sense, almost have to follow the other parent's lead. Yeah, what they're doing, macaroni and cheese. I mean, I don't. I don't. Uh, pizza is. Uh, it's a, it's okay. It's right. We we do it every now and then. Right. Uh, macaroni and cheese. I don't know the last time you ate that at my house. Yep. Uh, hot dogs. The last time you ate that at my house is crazy. I don't know. It's a while. <laughs> um, those types of foods where there's not a lot of nutrition in there, yeah. it's very difficult for someone like myself to to press upon the. Um, yeah. Hey, this can actually be good. Yeah. And so you've got two days. That's your timeline. You've got two days to get them into good food, and then they're gone. I'm assuming for you, you, it takes maybe half a day to acclimate her to for, this is dad's this house is, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it does. Go. And we have every Wednesday through Friday and every other weekend. So it's it's a solid amount. I have a lot of time for that transition. Likewise, to make it happen. Yeah. By the time we're at my house, it's seven thirty yeah. at night. Mm -hmm. Bedtime's eight thirty. Yeah. I got an hour. Wakes up, got to acclimate to that morning. Right. And it's a new day, and you kind of still got to give them that window. Yep. 
It's tough. And I agree that that's a really good parenting skill, mm -hmm. but for someone who has very limited parenting yeah. time, that is a challenge. Oh, and yeah. that's where the open communication comes in with both parents. It's so important. If the That's why I, I in the beginning I stressed if you can communicate in a way that doesn't have to be through an app yep. or it doesn't text have to message, be through texting email. and you can call them and say, hey, we really need to discuss this yeah, because this. I've noticed that all this child wants to eat is crap. <laughs> Shit food. Yeah. And he, from what from what our child is telling me, that's really what you feed him. Right. And I'm trying to feed him healthy food or quesadillas or grilled cheese too. That's, yeah. that's what yep. he likes. Oh, yeah. So... That's very difficult when that other parent is unres unresponsive. Yeah. So being not, not being helpful. When you have time to acclimate that child half the time. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that gives me, that allows me a lot more freedom and a lot more like, you know, there's a bigger and, window. Yeah. yeah. And it, to me, I feel like I was, I wasn't given that opportunity. You weren't. You weren't. I you have to be the, that for sure. Sorry, like this is what. Sorry, food kiddo. Is. This is how it is. Yeah, this and that's is the food. That's tough. Like I think and now my dad's an ass. Like now you're yeah, an asshole. Yeah, exactly. Now you're the asshole, the big time asshole. And and I don't. Um, this is not. Um, how do I say this? This is not advice for Chris because you know what you're doing and you're on. Yeah. You're doing your thing and it's awesome. This is advice for anyone else that's hearing this. I would just say like. If you know, kids can figure it out, but sometimes you can sneak something in there that's not that's healthy that they don't realize. Like that's why I said turkey dogs, which sounds like you already tried. <laughs> but like, if they only like hot dogs, try turkey dogs. They're actually pretty good. Genio makes really good turkey dogs. Yeah. Um, or pizza. There's a lot of healthy pizza options, which they'll probably pick up on if it's cauliflower crust. They'll spit that shit out most likely. <laughs> but it's worth a try. Um, but I totally get where you're coming from, and that it's not just diet. That's routine and everything. Now you only have two days, and I understand there's guys that only have you know supervised visitation, and this shouldn't. And I'm not saying that I'm if, grateful I don't have that. Right, and I'm not saying that it shouldn't be that way. There are some times where that's absolutely necessary, but. Do I believe there are people who are in a situation where all they get is supervised visitation and that's unjust? Absolutely. So before we get any deeper and talk any more shit on that subject, but I think it's important. And I Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. No, it's good, dude. I think it's important for people to hear you know, two different perspectives. Like you have this amount of time, I have this amount of time, you have these struggles, I have these struggles. They're similar and different at the I same think it's time. Di like, I think the amount of time is really like... Um, it's a very important so 50% of the time yeah. compared to I think it's 80-20 yeah so that makes a huge difference imagine the 30% that's missed out between the two yeah, right absolutely so you take 30% of that time that I can actually like spend additional quality time mm -hmm. or this or that like or just relax with him dude or yeah and so like um you just like relaxing it's like you know, you want to still feel like you're the parent guiding your child in a direction to where you would hope that the other parent would want them to go. Which is because it's and a positive it's, direction. You're not, it's nothing yeah, wrong. Yeah, and so it's difficult for the other parent, man or woman. When you're limited on that time, I'm saying it's it's hard to just be like, hey, like, here's some carrots. Here's some broccoli. Yeah, no here's way. some um, bedtimes at 830. Yeah. If they're coming from starch and fat and 10 p.m. bedtime, you're fucked, dude. That's and yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's all there is to it. Like, I'm not saying that's your situation. I'm saying to anyone and everyone, if that's where they're coming from, 
You, you've got to find a way to work with that. Which, where dating comes in. Now you get additional perspective. Ta-da. So dating as a single dating, parent. Yes. We're going to talk about that. Um, so we'll segue into that now. Yeah. So dating as a single parent, um, which by the way, I want to say to everyone, and you especially, Chris, I've really thoroughly up until this point, not that it'll change, enjoyed this podcast. These are things that um, I feel like are important for people to talk about and things that a lot of people probably don't want to talk about, you know, and that's why we have whiskey here. But, like, these are things that I feel like it's not necessarily easy to talk about. These are vulnerable subjects. These are subjects where we're kind of putting ourselves out there and saying these are our opinions and our feelings. And they're about our kids, which is the most important thing in our lives. You, you could so, probably not be any more vulnerable. Than, yeah, than this, than what we're talking about. So I'm, And I'm a big fan of vulnerability as much as it sucks and it's hard and it hurts sometimes. I'm a huge fan of that thing. And so I want to say to you, Chris, thank you for being on for this. And thank you all if you're listening up until this point. I'm very grateful. Um, also, big shout out to my good friend who, I don't know if he's going to listen to much of this because he has no kiddos and is in a terrific relationship, Josh Owens, um, for providing me this kick-ass Bob Ross um, uh, pop vinyl. This shit is awesome. Even as a painting. How about that? That's so cool. I want so a couple Bob, of those on my desk. Right? Yeah, you should get some with a bunch of people. And it comes with a little uh, raccoon here, too. So... Anyways, that's, that's a totally different thing. So Dating. Dating. Not just dating. Dating as a single parent. So this brings in... So dating, I think, um, man. Yeah, we could talk. I could talk. It's I don't know what time it is, but I could talk for the next three hours about dating. It would mostly just be bitter um, bachelor shit about how I don't get treated very well by women. Um, really? <laughs> oh, absolutely. But... Um, uh, we're not talking about that specifically. We're talking about dating as a single parent. You, Chris does not approve. Dating as I don't agree. <laughs> Good. Dating as a single parent. Because that brings um, a, lot of, a lot of differentiators into um, dating. It's not dating anymore. You're, now, if you want to date someone, because again, everyone's different, but we were both married. So I, don't, I won't speak for you, but I'll speak for me. What I'm looking for when I'm trying to date someone is a committed relationship. That's what, well, that's what I had <laughs> for quite a, for quite a few yeah. years. <laughs> this guy knows. But that's what I had for quite a few years. So that's what I'm looking for. I'm not looking to necessarily replicate it, but I'm looking for more of, you know, someone to come home to and someone to talk to throughout the day and someone to talk to about my day. So that's, um, that's what I'm looking for, um, but that's not adding a child to that and the fact that I have a child and um, that she has a mother that's involved in her life. That adds a bunch of extra variables. And there's plenty of girls out there who, for all good reason, are just like, you have a kid, no thanks. All right, fine. That's fine. That's Okay, I don't blame you. You have an ex, no thanks. All right, cool, that's fine. You're divorced, no thanks. All right, that's all good and fine. But when you finally find someone that's like, yeah, you have a kid, I do too. Or you're divorced, I am too. Or you're divorced and you have a kid, I don't have a problem with that. Cool, let's do this. There's still a lot of variables. Yeah. Because for me, I won't... Um, I won't, let's see, how many years has it been? Three, three years, let's say three years. I think it's four years in June, but three years or so, let's say, ish, that I've been dating. And I have never gotten, this is just Stuart, okay? This isn't like, this is how you should do it, because uh, whatever. I have never gotten a um, sitter for the first date, ever once. And I've actually only gotten a sitter for a date twice. In three years 
But is is the child with the yes. other parent? Generally, the child is with the other parent. Yeah, that's a very good caveat to make the point to make. I want to make sure, like, you're not just leaving the child alone at home, are you? She just comes with me on the date, and if the girl sucks, I'm like. Kid, this is the kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. That's a good point. So if I'm going on a date, it's generally when I don't have Chloe. That's what it is. Yeah. But two times, this is funny to note though. The two times that I've gotten a sitter for a date, the sitter has been my mother. (laughs) Literally, and once was when I went to go see John McLaughlin, who is my favorite singer ever, and so it kind of had to happen. I can vouch for that. Yeah, right. Yeah, he knows. So, anyways, I I don't know. That's just that's me coming off of my personal opinions, but. Um, that's for me. That's what dating as a single parent is. It's about the fact that I'm not looking. I'm sure there are plenty of people who, for whatever reason that they feel is a good one, are looking for a parent for their child, and that's fine. I get that. But if that's what you're looking for, that's going to be tough for you. It's going to be tough. And and again, for sometimes there is good reason. Like your the the other parent is out of the picture. The other parent has passed yes, away. Like I was gonna say yeah, exactly. I'm shitting that. on them like oh you idiots. No no no. I'm replacing <laughs> you. <laughs> no, there's definitely good reason. But if that's where I'm just trying to say, yeah. if that's where you're looking for, like I'm not saying it can't happen, but you know you've got to be very picky. And even then, even if that's not what you're looking for, you should be picky. You shouldn't settle. And dating as a single parent, like I said, bringing in the fact that you have a child. I wouldn't. It makes it more difficult. Let's just say it. Like to, for me, it makes it more difficult. I need to work around my child's schedule, so I have time to my child. Mm-hmm. And if I'm getting a sitter for a date, I need to get a sitter for a date. You know. Um, so dating as a single parent, when you add in the factor of having a child, it changes things up a bit. Would you agree? Not to the extent. This guy. No. I brought hold you on. my podcast to agree with me on everything. Not. <laughs> He's not gonna let me finish. <laughs> not kidding. to the extent. I would agree to that. Yeah. Not the not to the extent as for me. Yeah. There's a big difference between my dating life right. and your dating life. Because <laughs> of the amount of time that you have your child. Yeah, exactly. And it always it comes back to that. It comes yeah. back to that. Mm-hmm. For sure. So for me, um, you know, well, actually for the both of us, yeah. really, what it comes down to is are you a decent human being? Yep. Which uh, is it, which is actually somewhat rare, believe it or not. <laughs> um, another big one that I've more like that I really started to take a look at. Mm. Are you going to? Are you the type of person to have like that? My child can look up to. Yeah. That's a you big. Want a role model. You want a role model. That's important. Yeah. Um. There's the amount of fingers you're gonna. <laughs> too many. Yeah. I don't have enough. <laughs> the amount of um, variables that go into dating when you already have a child. There's a lot of qualifications compared to when you don't. Yeah. Oh yeah. Are subs. Just substantial. Well, it's a 180. For, for me day. and you and a lot of other people, it is. But for some people who go into it with the same mentality of all I care about is me, because when you're dating and you don't have a child, that's all That's all you're dating for is just yourself, right? Uh, I, those people are assholes. Right. No, no, no. Well, not, <laughs> no, no. I'm saying when you don't have a child. Yeah. Oh, when you just, don't. Yeah, when yeah, you don't. Yeah. yeah. When you don't have a child, the only time you're... But see, what you said is very important and very telling. It tells me how much you care about your kid. Because 
if you're dating and you don't have a kid, then all that you're dating to satisfy yourself, right? And I'm not saying you're yeah. dating to be selfish or whatever. I'm just saying like you're dating for you. And then when you have a child, you're dating for you and you're dating for your child. Because yes. whoever you're whoever you're going to be with, if you want to be with, if you're looking for a one night stand, that's different. Do whatever. But if you're looking for someone to have a relationship with, they're going to be around your kid. That's a big variable difference. Yes, it's, it's huge. It's huge. It's, and it's life changing. I dated somebody yeah. who didn't have a child, and it took me three months. I knew by like two and a half. <laughs> I let it linger. Yeah, yeah, it happens. But. I think it's easier to date somebody that has a child. Yeah, 100%. Because they get it. There are some aspects where it makes it easier to date yep. somebody that has a child. There are some with compared to somebody that doesn't have a child and you do. Now, there, the caveat to that is there are people that have incredible levels of empathy. And you can date someone who doesn't. You can have a child and date someone who doesn't have a child and get along famously. And for me, that happened for a couple months and then it stopped happening. Um, but it does happen where you can be with someone that doesn't have a kid and they're really great and they're great around your kid and you enjoy them and your kid enjoys them and it works out. I, th again, I'm not saying that's across mm -hmm. the board. I feel like there are people out there with a level of empathy that can get that you need time for your child, that your child comes Oh, my step, my stepsister's one of them. Right. There you she go. She didn't have, she, uh, she went into a relationship with mm -hmm. a man that had a child. Yeah. And I love She's now my niece. I love yeah. her so much. That's awesome. She's awesome. Yeah. And then had a, a child with this this person. Yep. And I love my niece, the other niece too. That's awesome. And seeing your seeing somebody who you grew up with. Yeah. Because uh, I think I was twelve. Yeah. Um, when I met her, my stepsister for yeah. the first time, and seeing that person who has a lot of empathy. Yep. Take on that motherly role model yeah. um, it can be done it can be done yeah absolutely in my experience <laughs> not so much a little bit more difficult yeah yeah but again uh, what, yeah. what that brings with it is if you my stepsister is a quality woman there you go and she's taken yeah <laughs> well i assumed i'm just saying um if but again if you're if you're dating someone that has children or a child and you have a child as well then it help. It really does help. It eases a lot of things because they get it. My kids come first. Well, no shit. I know I have kids too. Oh, okay, cool. Now you will date. Some, you will date some people, and I'm not saying women. I'm saying men and women. Men will date women. Women will date men, and women will date women, and men will date men who have children. And they're a piece of shit parent. And generally, that reveals itself sooner rather than later. It does happen. It has happened to me. And I'm not here to say that I'm this, like, and Chris has helped me feel good about myself and my parenting skills tonight, uh, today, whatever time it is, it doesn't matter. Because um, I don't know when this podcast goes out <laughs> in, like, March. Um, <laughs> There's but, a lot of editing that's going to go into this podcast. No, I don't edit podcasts. <laughs> nope, nope, doesn't happen. It's um, going to be a while. I swear that it will, but it never does. Um, yeah. So... Uh, it's happened where I've dated someone or taken them out a couple times and then realized like, and I'm not here to say like, I'm a great parent. I, I think that I am a good parent and, 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 you know, I've had that affirmed, but at the same time, like that's not my, my goal of this podcast. Hey, you're a good dad. Thank you. But all I'm saying is I've seen your Snapchat <laughs> you're because dad. that's, that's how you can tell. Hell yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> but here's the thing. You know what you want in a partner. 
and you know what you strive for as a parent. You also don't. You also know what, what you, you don't, don't want. want. <laughs> exactly. And there will be times where oh, you'll you either do be drugs. On a, yeah, <laughs> you'll be on a date, or you'll be with that person, or you'll just be talking to them, and they'll say something, and they'll be like, "No, like you're kind of a piece of shit person because you're a shitty parent." Um, and then, and that, that, that's, that helps weed a lot of things out because you know what, you know what you expect of yourself and, as a parent. And then when you realize that this other person has no problem. Who is this other person, Stuart? Come on. <laughs> Let's get into the nitty gritty. So we're we're going to do not your mother's podcast. Right. Moms should not be listening except for the, the younger ones. Your mom should not be listening to this. So who was this woman? What was her problem? And when did you catch that red flag? So First, I shouldn't have brought this guy out more whiskey. Second, um, I'm not going to put out any names. And third, the moment that I knew, and it's happened two or three times, the moment that I knew was, um, it, it's hard to say uh, that it's one thing, it's generally a few things that are compounded because I'm not one to be like, yeah, oh, well, this yeah, one yeah, thing yeah. set me off, so you're, you're out, you know. But generally, it's two or three things, and it always involves you know, their, their time with their kids. So if we're on the phone, and I look, I get it. Kids are annoying, right? They, they can be annoying. Yeah. Like, I'm not here to say my kid's annoying, but you can be sometimes. It's just if you're a parent and you never think your child is annoying, either one, you're not paying attention; two, you're deaf; three, you're blind; or four, you have rose-colored glasses on, <laughs> and Ooh. your child could do no wrong. Right? Exactly. There's also that, and you make excuses. That was, good. That was a great. That was a great fourth. Go ahead. Fourth, fifth, and sixth, I think. Um, but if 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 I'm on the phone. Um, with her and she's yelling at her kids. Okay, yeah. they got on her nerves. It's fine. Yeah. But if she's yelling at them all the time, Michael, put that down! Or if she's exhibiting behavior that's just like she's cursing around them a lot. Look, I've cursed around Chloe. It's happened. Okay? And other people have cursed around her and she's picked up curse words and I've had to deal with that. Okay? It, it happens. But if I hear if I hear or see consistent behavior around her kids that I wouldn't do around Chloe and it's something that I think is can be damaging to a child, then that tells me she's going to do that around my kid too. Eventually. You're out. You're out. Yeah. I'm not mad at you. That's how you've chosen to parent your children. I'm not the judge of how you parent your children. I am the judge of how you behave around my, my child. Right. <laughs> so that those are big factors. Is how the, the, the time that you have with your children is huge because, number one, Again, there's plenty of single moms that have gotten the shaft out there. I'm not saying there's not. There's plenty of single moms that should have more time with their kids, and they don't. But when there's a single mom that has little to no time, recently, um, well, not recently, no, that's not true. Um, yeah, when there's single single moms that just have, you know, an amount of time with their kids that just, it's not, it, it's not making sense, and they don't want to address it. You know what I mean? Like, they don't have any time with their kids, and they don't want to talk about it. And I don't press the issue. Yeah, you did some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's kind of hard for <laughs> you me You did to, something. It's kind of hard for me to get that you, uh, you know, that you don't have any time with your kids, and you don't want to talk about it. It's just it's just difficult. And I don't press it. Like, if you don't want to talk about it, I'm not going to talk about it. But that tells me what I need to know, in my opinion. Now, again, that's me uh, deciding, you know, that's me making a decision based off of something I don't know. I'm No, I, the honestly, judge you know, thought you were a piece of shit. And that the that the, your kids <laughs> were better off not knowing their mother. If you don't have any time with your kids, something went south. Something rate, happened. Back, back to dating as a single parent. <laughs> just saying. No, no. It, Call it a brings, spade a spade. If you don't have no time with your kids. Yep. 
it brings it brings out fun and I really think it brings out a lot of fun and interesting things with your kids as well. Like for instance, um, I've only brought a couple girls around um, Chloe, and each yeah. time I no the. The the first time I need neither time have they been brought around her as a romantic interest at all, um, just because I don't I don't you know, I, she doesn't need to see that just yet. Like I'm okay with her not seeing that or knowing that, but I've never brought them around her in that respect. But I do remember one time, I held a girl's hand in front of her, and she looked like she was going to kill that girl. Mm. That girl was immediately like, get your hand off of mine, like your kids. And Chloe was like two. <laughs> She's like, I'm gonna that girl that your daughter looks like she's gonna kill me. Don't touch me again in front of your child ever. Um, so for me, that told me everything I needed to know. That told me that if I'm around someone that I consider a romantic interest and I want to introduce Chloe to her at all, it needs to be slowly yeah. and it needs to be never at all very much like never needs to be at the very beginning. Like this is Daddy's girlfriend. No. This is daddy's friend. And that's not me trying to be a player or trying to say that I have, you know, I'm a big fan of short relationships. I am not, though I've had enough. The point that I'm trying to make is when I'm dating as a single parent, in my opinion, it doesn't hurt to introduce your child slowly to your significant other. Uh, and then that's just, it's just another variable. It's another interesting, odd thing. No, I agree. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of crazy people out there. <laughs> there More are. than you think. And yep. when you meet them uh, for the first time... They don't usually seem crazy. No. Yeah. I mean, there are a oh, decent <laughs> number that do, and you're like, this was a bad idea. <laughs> well, there was, you this was a, I, I immediately regret, regret this decision. decision. <laughs> there are a number of people when you yep. meet them, you're like, oh, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, you're this person. <laughs> yeah. You're... You're not Special. Yeah. <laughs> You're, you're a unicorn. You're different. In the worst possible And then way. there are people who you, you know, you just connect with yeah. on a yeah. deep, deep, deep level. Yep. And then you see them, like, uh, for instance, yeah. you see, like, you see somebody, like, you see how they connect with their child, mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, that's fucking That's right. exactly how I connect with yeah. my child yeah. on that level. Light bulb. And... There's something that works, yep. right? Yep. And then you see how, you know, you want to wait it out. You wait it out. You wait it out. You continue dating them. You mm -hmm. want to make sure there's no red flags. It's really what yeah. dating is. You're like, yep. hey, are you fucking crazy? Or right. can we, like, build <laughs> a life together? Yeah, exactly. Can we do this? Yeah. And then, um, you know, you, you meet somebody and they make you happy. Mm. But there's that one piece. Yeah. That one piece that of your life, at yep. least of your life that you you're like, hey, you haven't you haven't met that part of me so, and I'm fucking terrified. That's my most that vulnerable can be. my most vulnerable part. Yes. That's exactly. my most vulnerable part. When do I introduce that to you? And then when do I introduce that to you? Number one, yes, it's very important. But also here's the thing with dating. This this is this is I, I'm glad you that you're going this direction because this is where I want to go. Dating is a show. You're not gonna fart on a first date. You're not gonna eat. Is it a blind date? You're not. <laughs> what? Well, you're not gonna eat like you normally eat on a first date. You're gonna put the silverware back where it goes. No, I love the girls that do. <laughs> no, I, I do. do. I do too. But by the way, don't ever order a salad around me. Fuck that. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, for the most part, dating is at least the first few dates is a show. 
and it's yeah. it's putting on your best behavior, which I get, but some, you need to be real. So my concern very often is, okay, I'm going to introduce my person, my person, uh, the person I'm dating to my child, to our child, and then when I introduce these two people, they're going to not date my child. That sounds fucking weird, so I didn't say that. Yeah. Um, they're not going to do that, but they're going to be on their best behavior when I'm there around my child. But what are they really like? Which... What you already spoke to. I experienced to, that firsthand. What you already spoke to was seeing how they interact with their child. You see that, and then you. That doesn't automatically say they're good with your kid. Your kid's a whole different kid with all different ideas and things like that. But yeah, how they interact yeah, 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 with their yeah. kid is can be quite similar to how they interact with your kid. So that's a helpful and a telltale way to see what are they going to be like with my kid now that I saw like what they're like with their kid. Probably mm. going to be like that with my kid. But again, like you said, uh, or like I said, and like you wholeheartedly agreed with they can act really nice to your kid from the get-go but then at some point if they start you know interacting with your child in a way you don't appreciate bye felicia bye felicia like, <laughs> that's it man they're out they're out like this is yeah this is your kid this is Ooh. your future this is the person that you love more than anything in the world and so you do anything to make them happy if someone's interfering with their <laughs> happiness gone yeah Next. you're cut yeah um i I have not really had an experience. This is this is why I prefer to date women who have children. Yeah, because they can they can empathize with you on the struggles of yeah. parenting. I actually did date somebody who was not a parent, mm -hmm. and I dated a few. It it was <laughs> it was difficult. It was difficult. Um, I felt like I needed to explain certain yeah. things of being yeah. a parent, and I didn't think that I needed to. Mm -hmm. But if you're not a parent, you don't know, right? So I feel like you had so like it wasn't necessary, but you had to do it. All how the do same. you not, yeah, kind of like a how do you not get this? Oh shit, yeah, that's the worst. How do you yeah. not understand this. whatever yeah. you know? How do you not understand that my child comes first? My time will with him comes always first. under. Mm -hmm. Any given circumstance, circumstance come before you. Yep, yep, absolutely. When you date someone who has a child, mm -hmm. I think, at least for me, you automatically know that their child will always come before you. You should know that. Well, yeah. you would hope so, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and again, so, then that's the and red flag. And vice versa. That's the red flag. If they're not coming before you, if you're not, if you aren't running into... No, like, I'm going you know, to text his dad, and I'm going to yeah. tell him that I'm sick so that you and I can spend time together. Uh, no, that's okay. No, no, no. We're going to cancel gonna, plans. Yeah, and lose my number. Don't text me. Ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> lose, lose the number, girl. So, yeah. That's like, a red flag. That's a red flag. Absolutely. And there have been people very very briefly that <laughs> have done that and, yeah. and um, I just was like no that's not gonna work okay see you bye because I ex I almost expect to be put second yeah. um, because but that that's, would literally tell me that's huge though you want that yeah that yeah. would tell me how you feel like like how you would treat your child mm -hmm. you would say hey I can agree with the fact that yeah. you're gonna I mean not necessarily put your child first before everything but like before any decision, any any decision you make, like that's you make it. With how your is this going to affect them? Yes, exactly. That's and really it's difficult to find someone who doesn't have a child that's going to empathize with your reasoning and on that's going to level you're at. 
Pretty much. Yeah. So it's very difficult to date somebody who doesn't have a child. Personally, for me, I prefer to date people who have a kid. Mm -hmm. it, it's easier. It Every time, every single yep. time is easier. And then the longer you're in that relationship, I think, I really don't know, but I think <laughs> it becomes more difficult because there's additional variables mm -hmm. like, hey, so-and-so has uh, baseball, soccer, hockey, right. practice, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. um, they have this, they have this, they have this. Can you help me with this? Oh, dad can't go to this. Like, the the, the real dad. Right. Can't go to this yep. or whatever. And you want to be like, you know, like that, those are variables. Like, discipline. Like, disciplining a kid yep. who's not yours is, fuck yeah <laughs> there you go that's, that's a great fuck. way to sum it up fuck. <laughs> it's yeah. difficult yeah. it's like where do we draw the line like yeah. you know again, and you're, now you're getting into and i'm not saying that you should now you're getting into you know not just dating now in you're depth into, relationships right in depth like you're living together you're seeing each other every day like that's that's the kind of relationship that you're yeah in i'm not gonna discipline yet. that child day one <laughs> right exactly um, but that brings me to our next point, and I, I didn't do what I did want to talk about dating as a single parent, but um, uh, something that I was taught from birth was that divorce is not an option. Yes, it is. <laughs> Sorry. And for many, 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 many years, for what, for a few years, what seemed like an eternity, there was a part of me that struggled with that. And that wanted divorce to be an option, but in my heart, I knew that it wasn't. And I won't go much further down that trail, but I'm just saying, I want anyone and everyone out there to know that me and Chris aren't here to say, you know, we're not marching. This isn't a rally for Get divorced tomorrow. Do that shit. No. That's <laughs> I'm not just, saying that. It's expensive. It's a pain in the ass. It takes forever. It's no fun. It's a lot of heartache. Um, it's a lot of financial fucking shitstorm. But... Sometimes you've got to go through something, not necessarily divorce, but you have to go through a divorce or something like that or some kind of separation to get to the happiness that's on the other side. It's it's necessary sometimes. And again, we're not here to say like, yeah, man, fucking sign up for the divorce shit. Like this, it's not something that we look back at and think, man, that was that was such a fun time. I had so much fun during my <laughs> right. <laughs> this guy knows. I'm gonna write not... about this in my journal. <laughs> in my journal. <laughs> Veronica had a very funny joke today. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm not, you know, we're not here to be big um, advocates, that's what I'm looking for, advocates of divorce, but we're here to say, look, it, it is an option, and it's there for a reason, and um, I, I had a friend. There's a difference, there's a huge dynamic difference, okay, because I, I don't mean to interrupt, no, but I, wa I wanted to ask you, mm -hmm. I have not been the most religious person, mm -hmm. right? Um, I have my own. Bless you. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah, that's just stupid. I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so um, being religious, yeah. like the religion you were in, uh -huh. and how deep you were in it. Balls deep. <laughs> I was. Deep, how deep you were in it, mm -hmm. and how it wasn't an option for you. Yep. Do you feel like you could have pulled out sooner had your religion not backed up? I would have. 
Absolutely. Like, yeah. You, yeah, there's you no just, way. There's no way. You there's didn't just, even hesitate. I know. <laughs> no hesitation. You didn't and hesitate one bit. There's just, there's just, and again, I, I, I won't be getting into the specifics because it is in court yeah. docs. But yeah, there's just that adds a level. Not just divorce, just your whole life. There, there's a whole another level. And I'm not saying all religions, but a lot of them. And generally, <laughs> religion. <laughs> what a, uh, religion in general. Um, it's not just divorce. It's a lot. It's all your decision. I was talking to my friend Gavin the other day, and you add. Oh, people are gonna get mad. I don't give a shit. When you add God to every decision-making process, I am not here to say that fucks it up. Okay, but that does add a complicated level to it. What would God think of this? What would Jesus am do? Am I going to hell for am this? Am I going? To, Precisely. So um, the answer to your question is unequivocally yes. Could you pour me a little bit as well, please? Sorry. Absolutely, Please sir. and thank you. Uh, it's not your mother's podcast. A little bit is the key. <laughs> it's not your mother's podcast. We don't do little bit. Oh, here. geez. So um, the answer is yes. It would have. The union would have uh, ended far sooner, I'm certain. Um, but you have to. That's that's again. I'm getting into more territory with that. But when you add God and all this legalism to every decision that you make, it makes a decision making process that much more difficult. And divorce. Is, go ahead. No, no, no. Uh, so, I mean, I personally, I know your story. Yes. Right? Uh huh. Yep. I, I'm not going to get into that. Yeah. But bitch I wanna, about it to you at work. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I want. That's how we connected. No, I'm just kidding. Ta da. Um, You're divorced. I'm divorced. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want. Uh, at what point? Mm -hmm. Like, what was it that, like, in your religion? Yeah. What you were brought up to believe? Uh huh. What was it? I don't want to say what was the point because I already know that point. Yeah. How did you decide for yourself? Like, hey, this. Um, regardless of what I was told for yeah. my religion, regardless, this, I know deep down in my heart, this has to be done. So I'll be very delicate with that answer. Yeah, I know, um, I know. I'll be very delicate, but I appreciate you asking that because I think that's, I think it's important for, if anyone's still watching at this point, uh, and I hope that someone is. Oh, there's a lot of people are. watching. <laughs> so, um, to say, uh, to give an instance, I won't do that. Um, but I will say when you, it's all about your children. Um, and again, I understand there's a story circulating right now about a girl that came out of the same cult that I did. Um, I don't believe she has any children, but there was a level of physical abuse, um, and mental oh. and, um, uh, mental, physical and emotional abuse that she endured and verbal abuse that she endured where that, even without children, that got to the level where she was like, I can't keep getting chunks of my hair ripped out and getting locked outside in the cold. Like, I'm good. I got to go. Yeah, what? but we'll, en we'll endure those kinds of things because God will judge us for getting a divorce because divorce is not an option. You have to understand. I could. I, you have to understand when you get a divorce inside not all religions, but inside the IFB cult that I came from. Yeah. You're now disgraced. I can't be a pastor again. I was a pastor. I can't be a pastor again. I can't stand up and lead song leading. A song. I can't stand up and lead be a worship the leader. song yeah the yeah. songs um i can teach a sunday school class um but there's like, yeah there's very 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 little that i'm i can give a shitload of money to the church and work hard to help them build a new building but if i want a position in the church uh -uh, you're divorced 
You can't get married in the church. You can't have a church wedding. You can go to the pastor's office quietly and on the DL have a wedding with him, but you can't have a big church wedding because you're divorced, so you're disgraced. And you generally, if there's some murkiness around your marriage, it happens often that you're shunned from the church. The specific church location that you were a part of, you're shunned from that. That specific one. Yeah. Yes, you can go to a different one. There's still going to be rumors if you're in the same like county or region, but if you move out of state, you should be all right. So there's that. I that's your no, original. that that like yeah, that's a lot. I can reflect on that for like right. at least a good ten minutes. Well, you reflect, and I'll continue. Yeah, to answer that's your good. Question. That's so good. I to put it delicately, um, my uh, and again no specific um, details, but it would have to be at the point. Again, I have to uh, 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 help people understand that there are people that need a divorce that don't have children. I I don't have a lot like me and you personally. Shoot me a message. Let's talk. Okay. Um, but if you have children, that help that really helps. It makes it harder, but it also helps. It makes a divorce harder, but it helps because when I, you yeah. when you can see that the other that you and the other persons this is the best way I know to put it. When you can see that you and the other persons um, best interests of the child don't align, then you have something because now you have another person that you brought into this world. And it is your job, you and that other, it is your fucking job to make sure they turn out right. It's your job to make By sure. By any means possible. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's your job to make sure they're happy. It's your job to make sure they're healthy and cared for. And this is not saying that, that in my instance, that, that was or was not happening with either party. I'm just saying when you can see that that you that the two of you aren't aligning on the child's well-being, yep. then, you ha- then you have to say, Okay, like we're, we're good. Now, there's other things that you'll endure up until that point, especially if you feel like um, if you feel like divorce is not an option, or you've been taught that, or you're old school, or it's your religion. You'll endure ver- verbal abuse. You'll endure physical abuse. You'll endure uh, uh, um, all kinds of alienation from friends and from friends and family. You'll endure a myriad of things to make this work. You just want to make it work. I'm the head of the household. I'm the husband. I'm the rock. I'm the foundation. I It's my job. The responsibility falls on me and me entirely to make sure this ship fucking sails. And if it doesn't, it's all my fault. So in, in that specific religion, yep. what... Like, what was put on the mail to where you could steer that ship? Did she have to abide? Did she, like, you know, I know there's religions where, um, we're in a weird time. A very weird time. The weirdest ever. The political, (laughs) yeah, the political side, no, the political side will tell you, will tell women. Yeah. Like, yo, Beyonce's the way to go. All the women, Mm -hmm. independent Mm -hmm. Uh, I make my own money, me, 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 I, 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 I. write songs about my husband cheating on me, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Now, 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 now. (laughs) And, and then you have. I had to. Yeah. It's easy. I get it. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then you have, so that's. That's one extreme. So far. Yeah, yeah. Religious base. And then you have the other side. You are the man. You are the captain of this ship. Ship. And you, yeah, and you, and you, you steer, steer it toward, uh... Jesus. There you go. Yeah, Jesus. I was going to say Eden, <laughs> but that's cool. And towards what? Eden. Oh, God, Eden would be great. Naked. Anyways. Yeah. 
Um, so well, not for me, you have you have two really different dynamics. You have the I'm assuming like the fully empowered woman versus the fully submissive woman. Well, I'm, I'm I'm gonna say like there's so so much in between, right? There's yeah, of course. Yeah, dynamic of woman. Yeah, and then so you have religion, mm-hmm. and then you have what in your religion God would con- uh, assume to be like materialistic yes. uh, heathen yes. things, uh-huh. and then so like for you. Um, being it very difficult in this day and age to try and kind of like, I'm assuming it's an assumption, have their, your spouse's ex-spouse's head right. at that, like all the women independent, throw your hands mm-hmm. up at me. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, I'm the captain of this ship. Right. I share the relationship. There has to be so much like there's a lot of friction. conflict. It's, there's a lot of friction. It's a tough dynamic to, to, to maintain because there's a part of you, there's an innate part of you that says, well, I'm independent and I can do my own thing. Why shouldn't she be independent as well? You know, there's, there's definitely yeah. a part of you that's like, why like are the we... the Bible... Well, or... the Bible says, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, women are to be silent in the church. And by the way, that's New Testament, which is the law that every fucking church out there is supposed to be going by. So women are... <laughs> Sorry. But like, yeah, that's... Uh, well, not every single church, but a lot of your your typical Baptist churches, that's what... And if you go there, you'll hear men saying, hallelujah, amen. Yeah. And you won't see women at the pulpit, and you won't hear women speaking during the message. So during the preaching, the sermon, whatever you want to call it. So, yeah, it's a really tough balance to strike because you have a woman who, if she's got a good head on her shoulders, and I'm not saying any woman doesn't, but um, you've got a woman who, if she's got a good head on her shoulders, is looking around at the the shitload of empowered women in the world today and is saying, well, why can't I be like that? And the husband's saying, well, you need to not wear too much makeup and make sure you wear dresses down to a certain length and don't speak in the church and pretty much stay at home and make food and babies, and that is your only role. You're There's probably to... Bible verses that come there are. That. There are, yeah, in the Old Testament mostly, but yeah, there are. Yeah. And uh, and she's saying, maybe I want to start a record label. Maybe I want to wear pants. Maybe I want to go out with my girls on the weekend. Like maybe I want to do these normal things that everyone else does. And you're saying I can't, and the Bible's saying and I can't, and a religion's saying I can't. And so, what the hell are we doing? So it becomes, yeah, it's a very, very difficult thing to, it's a very, um, what's the word, very difficult to maintain that in this world. And yeah. really, Especially you if they started it. off the other way. Right, and that, that happens often where they start off in a, a more... I'm going to be the submissive wife, yeah. and I'm going to do what I am well, told. No, what, and, what's what's and, even more difficult is if they start off and they're converted from what we would call secular or worldly uh, views, and they start off like in the public school and being very empowered, and then come into this brand of Christianity and are converted, and then they get married, and then there's less structure because they're not at Christian school or college or maybe not as active in church, and now they're just like, okay, but I can think for myself kind of now. Like, I, I have a kid. That's the and basis I have a car. of my. my what Is that what you're saying? Oh, sorry. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's like, yeah. um, yeah, but I know. <laughs> yeah. I saw the podcast with you oh, interviewing okay. your mother. Yeah, yeah. To where she was. That, I'm a. From, from my recollection, she was brought up that way. Yes, she was. Uh-huh. You abide by this. Yes. This is this is this is what you what do. the fuck it is. Yep. And you go down that line. Right. And and now my mom wears pants and sing, leads the scene in the church. But, but yeah, but I mean, like, my assumption would be the yeah. father doesn't still follow those same rules that the Bible goes no. fucking line by line by. Well, here's the thing. That's a very male chauvinistic. Um, uh, 
there's a lot of very male chauvinistic principles in that book and in that religion. So the, the guy can go by a lot of the same guidelines and be fine because he has far fewer ridiculous guidelines to go by. There's be the head of the household, make sure your wife is submissive, love uh, love your wife as Christ loved the church. Like those are the big ones. Like those that's it. That's really it. Make sure your wife is submissive. Yeah, she needs to be submissive to you. Um, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's a huge inner conflict. <laughs> it's it's it's, it's, it's huge. incredibly huge. Yeah, and that would be. That's a, honestly that's a, like that's a pain point always. Yeah, it can't, mm-hmm. it can't. It, you really can't come back to like a hey, we're gonna meet halfway. It's. No, I don't. It's I don't feel as though you can come be. I don't feel as though you'd be like, this is how it's gonna be. Nope. Fuck you, I'm independent. Yeah. And I, yeah. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't work. They can't. So, so you make it work, right? You make it work try. for as long as you try to make it work for as long as you can, and then you, you're in and out of counseling, which is not licensed therapist, which is your pastor who's been preaching the same shit that you've been obeying anyways. And so he's just hammering more shit down your throat. Yeah, you're in and out of counseling, you're fighting, you can't figure out, you know, how to make this work because really it's it's not gonna work, okay? It's just not. It's not gonna. It's not yeah. gonna. Here's the thing. I mean, it's not gonna work in a way that's conducive and keeps you both happy. Look, relationships are hard. We know this, right? You're not always gonna both be happy all the time. I get it. There's a thing that I love that's called healthy compromise, and I think many relationships thrive because of it. And what I mean by that is, find things you can compromise on. Things you can compromise on are, well, I want to watch Scandal. Well. I want to watch Daredevil. Well, how about tonight we watch Scandal and tomorrow we watch Daredevil? Or how about fuck Daredevil and we'll watch Scandal? Or how about she says, you know what? Fuck Scandal tonight. Let's watch Daredevil. You see what I'm saying? That's a healthy compromise. No one's hurting because they didn't get to watch their favorite TV show. Unless you are right now, which it looks like you might be. A no. <laughs> or I want to play this game. Or, or hey, uh, can we go to this place tonight? Well, I was really hoping for this place. You know what? Let's go to that place. That's fine. Hey, I'm going to go out with the boys this weekend. Could you not? This weekend I'd rather you stay home. Okay, I can stay home. Harmful compromise. Um, I'd rather you don't talk to your mom anymore. Uh, what? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I'm, again, I'm trying to I give know. some, yeah, no, I'm trying to give some for instance and just saying like helpful and harm and, and, and uh, yeah. easy and, and uh, healthy. There's healthy compromise and there's harmful compromise. And harmful compromise is when it's causing you legitimate pain. You know what I mean? Like, I've hey. I've been there. I, don't, I can't think of any more. No, I've been there. I've literally yeah, like, had someone yeah, yeah, tell yeah. me, you can't talk to your mom anymore. I go, uh, uh fuck, fuck you. <laughs> or fuck you, yeah. Either uh, or. that's not gonna happen. Right. So there's, there's that. Like, that's something that I feel like healthy compromise, your relationship can't thrive on that when you have these crazy fucking rules that you have to live by. Which is legalism, which is wearing a certain type of clothes, yeah. which is not going to the movie theater, which is, you know... Um, you can't see that. It's rated R. No, you can't go to the movie theater at all. At all. At all? <laughs> at all. <laughs> he just said that. You can't, you can't, at all? <laughs> you can't see 1994 you Power Rangers? You can't go to see fucking There's minions, violence dude. In there. Yeah. You can't go to... It doesn't matter right. if it's G. You can't go to see the Lego Batman movie. What bro, about Passion of the Christ? Bruh, you can't go to the movie theater. Here's their reasoning. It's their religious reason, based. Here's their reasoning. Mel Gibson's anti-Semitic. Fuck you, dude. But I'm just kidding. I love Mel Gibson, by the way. I'm trying <laughs> to think of something else religious. No, no. It doesn't matter. Here's their, their premise. You're going to the movies, right? Yeah. And because women's beautiful bodies are wickedness, right? 
Yeah, just just stay with me, okay? Uh, I, I'm trying. Every other poster you walk past has plenty of legs on it, probably. Other poster? Right. And, like you're walking through the movies, the movie theater, and there's movie posters. There's plenty of legs on those posters. That's wicked. You looked at that woman, and in the New Testament, Jesus said, if you look at a woman uh, to lust after her in your heart, you've committed adultery with her already. So you're having sex with every poster you walk past. Oh, what? And then you sit down to watch the movie, right? So now we're here. We made it past the wicked posters. I put blindfolds on. I didn't look at any of those. I made it. Praise God. You get down and you sit down oh, and watch shit, the movie. Oh, shit, she has legs. Right. You sit down to watch <laughs> the movie, and what comes on before the movies? Mary. What comes on before the movies? Has legs. No, shut the fuck up. Oh, what shit. Comes, <laughs> what comes on before the movies? The previews. The previews. You, you can't control the previews. And because Wait. and because Passion of Christ is rated PG-13, every preview they're going to show is PG-13 rated. So you're definitely going to see a woman in the PG-13 previews that you're going to want to have sex with. So you're going to have sex with her in your mind, and you're going to commit adultery with your wife who's sitting next to you before you leave the theater. You sin. That's it. You fucked up. It's the end for you. It's like I was born to fail. <laughs> Hello! That's what religion I was born to be a failure. On, That's what religion loves. They keep taking your money and making you feel like shit. That's what they do. Anyways, we're going to stay on that subject. But bro, you're going to keep me on there forever, I'm telling you. We got we, we to move on. But th I think this is the la kind of the last thing that we're going to cover. But That's some deep shit. Hell yeah. All right. But again, what you're trying to... I think the point that you're trying to make, and correct me if I'm wrong... That divorce is, is an option. Divorce is an option. But beyond that... Inside of a very cultish religious construct that's taught you over and over that divorce isn't an option, it just really, really makes it difficult not to get a divorce, but to have a happy relationship inside of it. Why? Because your natural tendencies as a woman, because especially the religion that I yeah. was in, but in many religions, they're very male chauvinistic, and the woman is pushed down and made to be a lesser being, which... To be fair, that's been a societal problem for many, many years. I feel like society, I want to say, I believe society is on the uptick with that. We're doing better. Today was the Women's March. The last few months, while it's been horrific. You just dated this podcast. I, I know. Fuck. <laughs> Today was the Women's March. Fuck it, whatever. Hey, whatever. Today was the... Google it. Yeah, Google it and then know how late this one comes out. But today was that. Since and it's it's all horrific information, but ever since the Harvey Weinstein story broke, yeah. we've but it's empowering as 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 difficult and horrific and gross and just heart wrenching it is to hear these things. It's important and it's empowering women, in my opinion. So with that, it's I, so different from like what you were brought up to believe. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Which is so like okay, so society. Let's just say like, yeah. Society, the devil. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Secularism. Uh, would, you know, the, right now we're pushing a women's movement, yeah. and then you have not just this religion, but others, and saying, like, sorry, I gotta keep your mouth shut. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, 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 and when, when they turn on the TV, which they're not allowed to have TV, but whatever, when they go to the checkout or when they hear their girlfriend talking, or on Facebook, they, they see read things, People Magazine. They read People Magazine um, and find out about Reese Witherspoon has alien babies or whatever it is this week. I don't know. <laughs> it's not on People. <laughs> okay, that's on the, what is it? Uh, the Inquirer. The Inquirer. The Inquirer. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely not on People. All right, anyway. Reese Witherspoon is breaking up with her husband. That's what's on People, right? Yeah. Or not breaking up, getting divorced. Because divorce is an option. Reese, Even Witherspoon, Reese Witherspoon gained another chin. <laughs> <laughs> How I lost, yeah. Okay, so um, when when these women who have been just uh, 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 
shoved down in the social construct of their religion for so long, when they see these things happening, it triggers the, the, the right things in their mind to ask these questions that they are not allowed to ask and say, hey, why am I not allowed this? Or why isn't that okay? Or why have I been treated this way for so long? I don't think it's okay. Now, uh, be quiet. Don't 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 speak up because it's not not you be quiet but then yeah. be quiet. Don't speak up. It's not it's not your place. You're just the woman who makes the babies and the cookies. Like that's your job. Your job isn't to have an opinion. Your job isn't to speak your mind. I oh, heard that's... the whole Beyonce album. <laughs> what can I else do? What, exactly. what else can I do? Nah, I'm here. I'm gonna say it. So that's yeah. That makes it very very difficult. And and it makes it. Then, then it makes it difficult for everyone because then, let, let's okay, let's let's play it out for instance, right? So let's say the husband and the wife somehow could come to the same conclusion that hey, this is kind of bullshit, right? This whole religion thing where yeah. you're not allowed to be my equal. Not that you're my wife, Chris, but I'm just saying, like you're not allowed to be my equal. One day, <laughs> someday, uh, <laughs> you're not allowed to be my equal. You have to just stay at home. You have no voice. Yeah. Uh, I run all the finances. If you need to, and this happens all the time if you need something you run it through me i'll see if we can afford it and then i'll get back to you like all these really fucking bullshit things let's say asking permission asking permission basically so um because they're not allowed to have a job so for the most part so let's say the husband and the wife both come to the conclusion okay check it out this is bullshit we need out yeah your whole your whole life if you've been in the church long enough your whole life, especially church I come from, and many churches. It's kind of been like hardwired as a man, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. Hardwired as a man, like, hey, don't question this shit. There's that, but there's also the fact that your life, even many times your livelihood, is wrapped into that church. That's your community. Yeah. Because if you're part of a cult, you've shunned your neighbors. You've shunned your friends and family who don't believe like you believe. And now, that's who you need to count on, but you can't. Because over and over again, you've tried to shove your version of the gospel down their throat. They've rejected it, and you've now shunned them. So your community is 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 it's uh, just you two, is then. reduced to either just you two or you two and anyone else that you know has gotten out. out. Right, and that's a very small number. So then you as a husband and wife have to look at, okay, we want to get out. How are we going to do this? Well, technically, and they're all, this is how we're going to do it. But then once we're out, what do we do? Because... Bill, who is the head deacon at the church, got me my job at Edison, and so I'm probably going to lose my job. No, he wouldn't. Yeah, he would. And by the way, yes, he would. Um, uh, I, I <laughs> Sorry, sell, Bill. <laughs> I, sell, I sell, yeah, right? I sell... Whoever um, you are. I, I'm a LuLaRue or whatever it is. I'm a LuLaRue distributor, and everyone that's on my distribution list is, is a contact from the church, so I'm going to lose all that money that I've been making. Like, sales, oh. Yeah, but, uh, but you see what I'm saying? You're not just losing relationships. Looks like Scientology. Yeah. You're not just losing relationships that are very important and, and people that you love. You're losing your livelihood. You're losing your livelihood. You've got to start over, and I don't mean start over with friends and family. you got to start over from ground fucking zero. You could lose your home. You could not be able to send your kids to the private school you're sending them to anymore. In fact, if you're at a big enough church, you're sending them to the Christian school. So let's say you have a 13-year-old in, what is that, junior high, ninth grade. You've got to pull them out from their friends they've known since they were in kindergarten. So can you imagine, I'm trying to imagine the amount of stress that that would have on a relationship. That's what I'm saying. So, but imagine that stress for both people. Tough, but you can handle it. Imagine it for one person. One woman trying to break away from that. Break away from her husband because she's begged him and he won't go. One husband who's trying to break away from it and he's begged his wife and she won't go. You're going to lose the kids. Yeah. It's going to happen. Especially if you're the husband. Well, no, no, no. I take that back. No, not especially if you're the husband. And that construct, 
either or. Whoever stays generally gets to keep the kids. That's generally how it works. And I say that because I, I haven't experienced it, but I've seen it happen. It's fucked. Well, we religion to, is nice. <laughs> um. <laughs> we need to end this podcast on a positive note. So let me try that. Divorce is an option. Divorce is an option. <laughs> we are not here as advocates of divorce, but Stuart Hardy and Chris Scott, if I may use his full name, which I don't edit these things, so fuck it, uh, is, we're, is we're both divorced single dads. We're both working really hard to make a better life for our kids. And if at any point you disagreed with something that we said, we get it. There's a shitload of opinions out there. And I respect them, unless yeah. they're total bullshit. But what I do want to say is that if, you're, uh, if you've watched this far, first off, thank you so much, as always. Um, but if you're just tuning in, go back and watch some more. Uh, we got a lot of, we had a lot of fun on this podcast, but my, my main shit was deep. What are you talking yeah, about? I, oh, I like, that's fun for me. We had fun, I was but fun it got me. deep. You got deep. It might have pissed a lot of people off. <laughs> Whatever. We had plenty of whiskey too. That always helps. So uh. my, my point, my point that I want to make is if you're, whether you're a single dad or a single mom, if you're a single dad, or if you're looking at the fact that, Hey, I may need to split with my partner. I may need to get a divorce. It's not tough. It's not easy. But like I said earlier, there's a lot of happiness on the other side. Is it tough to go through? Is it a pain in the ass? Is it going to cost you money? Are you going to lose some things? Hopefully not uh, time with your children, but are you going to lose some things that you hold dear? Absolutely. Are you going to lose some, some temporal things? Are you going to lose some belongings? Most likely, yeah. But if it's come to the point where you've, you're just... And I'm not saying, like, jump into a divorce. A lot of people jump into a marriage. <laughs> that happens all the time. But I'm not... My advice would... <laughs> my advice would not be to jump into a divorce at all, ever. My advice would be to exhaust all resources and do whatever you can uh, to, to stay in that, that relationship. Don't... Here's something... Uh, uh, this is something I, I, I wanted to mention earlier. A dear, dear friend of mine... I don't know why this, this uh, missed... I missed this this whole time. A very dear friend of mine... Uh, once I uh, once told me right right after um, my split happened, it was very vulnerable and very powerful and loving of him to tell me this. He told me that his parents, and I've heard this many many times, he told me that his parents stayed together for the kids. So once the kids, and Chris knows, once the kids got married or not got married, but were out of high school or whatever, were kind of on their own, then they split up. My friend told me, and I will never forget this because this came at a pivotal time in my life, and I had too much whiskey, so I definitely feel like I'm going to start tearing up. But I'll never forget. He said, "I wish that they had never. I wish that they had split up when they wanted to." And he said that because what he, the point he was trying to make is, my childhood, while I would have been yes, bouncing back and forth between two households, and while I would have, while it would have been difficult and a big change, and it would have been uprooted from a lot of my norms, it would have been better for me as a child if my parents had split up. I want to leave you with that on the divorces and options side. Go ahead. I'm, I'm going to leave you. I'm going to leave you with do everything you can, exhaust all exhaust all resources yep. to keep your marriage together. Yep. I agree with that. Now, 100%. if your marriage now starts to affect the children, exactly. others around you, yep. uh, your mental health, your you just deep down you know that this can't be good if you have kids if you don't have kids um if you know that mentally your health has declined and and physically because that can happen simultaneously uh, true true yeah. uh, 
But if you know deep down in your soul that this is the right option for you, there is there there are there are other ways than going straight to court and getting yeah. an attorney. Yeah, and that's very there true. are other ways than going you know dividing your bank assets and yeah. doing this and doing that. There are other ways than going the legal route. Mm -hmm. And that, you can, that you, you can, have that have it, you can have it if you can. Yeah, yeah. If you can, if you can't, then you're gonna have to brave through the storm. Yeah. And it's, I mean, in my opinion, yeah, I think the storm's it. probably gonna be worse than you think, which is why I, I wholeheartedly think you should do everything you can to amicably dissolve. The relationship to where both p parents feel as though they, they lost something, but yeah. that they gained something as well. That's a good point. There's there's a lot. I mean, I it's been six years, and mm -hmm. to this day, I'm still dealing with with issues that arise, yep. and I'm still dealing with the non communication. I'm mm -hmm. still dealing with uh, what may be going on at my son's school that right. I'm not aware about right. and I won't be aware about until the teacher After informs the me and not, the, and not the other parent right. and vice versa. There are so many different dynamics to being split up where you have to come together. Um, I'm not saying to get divorced. I'm saying try to save the relationship. Yep. If it can't be saved and you know it deep down and you're doing it for the right reasons, then divorce, but do it in a way where you can not hold resentment toward one another, where five years down the road, you're thinking, well, this motherfucker did this to me right. six years ago, and because of that, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to still hold this against Retaliation. Them. And you can really just sit down and have a discussion before it gets to that point and say, hey, I fucking hate your guts right now. This is why. Yeah. Let's get over that and come to a point where we can work together to to um, raise this child together. Because yeah. that's essentially that that's the most important. Thing. That's your most important. That's your job. That now. is no matter and and no matter what you think of the other parent. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna tell you, 95% of the time. That other parent also thinks the child is the most important thing. Yep. So you both have start from there. Yep. Period. That's good, and that's and that I love what you, what he's saying. Like because it, it, I I hope and I feel like that this podcast so many times has come back to the main point that both of us have as a priority in our lives for Stuart and for Chris, and that is that. Um, our children are the most important things in our lives. So, um, you know, to to bring it back to that point, I love that, you know, you had a lot to say and it was all very important and all very valid and all very right, in my opinion. You know, doing your best to save it. And Stuart's over here, like, if you need a divorce, go ahead and get it. And Chris like, well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Um, but... <laughs> But um, I agree with him. It's not something to rush into. It's something to exhaust all resources and try to make work. Because like he, like he said, 
the storm that you're in for, it's a, it's, it's worse. A, it's a shit storm. It's, it's bad. worse. It's it bad. can get. It can be worse. Yes, it's not. It, can, it is yeah. worse. It can, it can be, be worse. worse. Yes. So even I like I like the 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 middle ground that you put forth, which was saying like, okay, maybe it's not a divorce exactly, but it needs to be something definitive. Talk it out. Find a way to find that communication. Go to some kind of mediation or therapy or something like that. I will say this. Sorry. Go ahead. Before I say this, no, no, say this. So I will say this: if you are very, if 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 um, going to therapy is something, if you go to therapy, yeah, go to therapy. Fuck it, fuck your who, beliefs. I don't care who you are, where you're probably you are, gonna end up do, being wrong. Fucking go to therapy; it's amazing. But I will tell you this: if you're a Christian and you feel like, well, you know, I've been going to my pastor for counseling and it's kind of helped. Okay, I respect that, but please understand this: does your pastor? have an accredited degree in psychology or therapy or something of that nature. If he does, terrific. If not, which is the case most of the time, you need to seek therapy. Licensed therapy. If it's important to you that, that the therapist is a Christian, which that doesn't really make as much difference to you as you might think. Uh, I've experienced both sides of that. If it's important to you that they're a Christian, fine. Make sure they're Christian, but also make sure they're licensed. Put those, hold those both in the highest esteem and or regard. Those are both important factors. If it's important to you that they're a Christian, great. But also make it important that they're licensed. If it's not important to you, or let's say you don't care what your spouse does, just make it a priority that they're Christian. Another red flag, here we go again. I thought I was ending this podcast. I'm not. I fucking love it. This is great. Another red flag is if, you, if you're trying to go to therapy and your spouse either refuses or has a real big fit about it, that's a huge problem. And I shouldn't say spouse. Spouse or deep uh, domestic partner. Like, you need, you need, I'm not, no, I'm not saying like, there's something wrong with you. We should go to therapy. Yeah, they should have a problem with that kind of fucking language. But if you're like having a an op very open, empathetic conversation yeah. and saying like, hey, look, uh, can we, like, we've been arguing for an hour now. What do you think about going to therapy? Man, I don't fucking want to go to therapy. I know, me neither, but we need some help. What do you think? Well, I'll think about it. Or if it takes you a long time to get there, okay. But if you can get if you can get your partner to agree to therapy, I think that's great. I think that that says a lot about your relationship and that's very much salvageable. I'm not saying if they don't agree to therapy, it's over. I'm not saying that. Yeah. I don't think that's an absolute, but I think it is something to be concerned about. I want to interject. I, I want to. I want to, I want to interject. Uh, here, like, here, that you like, he's oh. holding his breath. Go, go. If you're, you don't want to hold regret. Yep. So if your spouse, yeah. that's a good point, recommends therapy, just fucking go. Yeah. What do you have to lose? Just, just go. What do you have to just lose? Just talk because I went to therapy. I'll be honest. I went to therapy by myself, and I learned a lot about just myself and how I go to therapy how by myself. I, now. I love it. It's it's more so how I respond to certain situations. Yes. Rather than what they're doing. Dude. And I go and so, so you you learn, you learn. Yeah. Yeah, you learn so much. This sounds it's so amazing. cliche. It's so good. It does. It's but true. you you really learn how you respond to a situation or how you can avoid shitty situations by just if you your, go long enough. Yeah, yeah, if you go long <laughs> enough. By tweaking your language a little bit. Or by yeah. just making yourself less abrasive. Things that you do that are abrasive and confrontational that you don't realize you're doing because you've been doing them since you were 16. And when your therapist says, okay, maybe put that another way. Well, that's the way I've always said it. 
well, maybe try a different fucking way, dumbass. Like, yeah. that's really, I think that's really helpful. And I love what you said. I'm interrupting you, I know, again. So, it's fine. But I love what he said, and, I, and then we're not closing yet. I keep sounding like a pastor. That's, that's what they say. This might be a two-part series. <laughs> right? Pastors always say, and I close with this. Like, And I'm closing with this. Now we're not closing yet, but um, I like what he said about responding. Because the thing that you learn, that me and him, obviously, now that he said it, and I know because he's told me this before he was going before I was, and I commend you for that. Um, uh, the thing that we've learned from therapy is you're a single parent, right? Let's say that's, that's where you're at. And we've talked about divorce yeah. as an option, and if you're almost there or not there. like We've gone through all that, and if... Um, if that's where you're at, I send you good vibes, prayers, whatever you need um, for that situation. But if you're already past that, or if you're in the transition, or if you're a full-on single parent, you have no control over the other side. You have no control over what goes on over there. That was... I don't mean, I don't no. mean to interrupt. No, no. That was the biggest thing I had to learn. It's so hard to learn. It's so difficult. I had to learn... That once that relationship, even before then, but like yeah. definitively, once yep. that relationship is done, yep. I mean, you're you are still connected to that person, yet you hold zero control mm-hmm. over what they do. So what happens? What, ha- what happens? And it's often, hard to it's hard oh to take God, in. It's so hard. And what happens often is that. While you don't have the control, you still continue to seek for it, number one. And number two... You by what? By doing what? By, I don't know. Threats? Threats, yeah. By yeah. By saying, by just calling them out? Yep. Saying, you're doing this Yeah, wrong. but try just poking at them. And you know, basically. At, at that point, what, what you don't realize is they probably don't give a shit. They don't give a fuck, yeah. The other thing, too, to remember is that... While you're doing you're doing that, and then sometimes it moves on and it, tra- it, it, it it transitions to something else. Or this is all you do is you just stress all the, the time, time about what's going on over there. And look, this I want to I want to I want you to take that with a grain of salt because to take for granted um, how your kid comes to you is very unwise. The emotional and physical state your kid arrives uh, to, when your kid when you pick up your kid from daycare from your uh, your your, their, their other parent, like, it, it's very important that you pay very close attention to that. For many reasons, there are some more extreme, but for the very least, to understand their emotional state and their physical state when you pick them up so that you can care for them better in that transition period. Yep. Okay, so I'm not saying to throw that away. But I'm also saying we can so often just stress so much about what's going on on the other side, and there's nothing we can do about it. There's really, unless it's something very Nothing. extreme. Unless it's something very you extreme. You can show them pictures with their time yeah. stamps yeah. and send it to a judge in the state of California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And nothing. Nothing. Yeah. At any rate, we don't, we don't, uh, let's, how I'm do just I say saying, that? Like, no, no, I'm with you. That's where you have to learn that you, after you involve the courts. Yeah. It's, you it's don't have hands. control. No, it's in that. You a, have that's a very good zero point. control. That's a very good point on the divorce. That's why subject. I stress it. Yeah, it's a if very you good. Can fix it. Fix it. If not, don't even involve the courts. If you can keep the court. Yeah, because once again, like what he just yeah. said, once you involve the courts, here's what happens to your hands. You're leaving it. You don't have hands anymore. It's you're, all up to the judge. You're leaving it to and somebody else you don't know. You have no idea what their beliefs are. Yep. How old they are. Which way they sway. Which way they sway? Are they uh, liberal? Are liberal? Wow, liberal or Republican? Are off. they? 
are you know like what has been their life experience no more and you're 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 talking about all of these factors and you're leaving it in the hands of them of an unknown and person yeah you don't know anything about them and you're 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 presenting all of your facts what you you deem to be facts right. and you present it to a person you don't know and you're you're asking this random person hey Here's my bullshit. Make a choice. Right. This, Point this, blank. Here's my bullshit. Here's their bullshit about I'll me. Figure it out. Make a choice. Figure it out. And you don't know where the fuck that's going to go. You went to a co-parenting class as well. Correct? I went to many. Okay. So one thing that I heard that I thought was very interesting, and I love the way this is visualized, because what you're saying makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. I want to say it a little bit different way. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there's a lot of you out there that are, that are with Chris, like, uh, yeah, fuck, I know about that. The other thing that I, that I want to say is what happens with, so you bring your bullshit, right? And she brings her bullshit or he brings, she brings her bullshit and he brings his bullshit or she and she, he and he, however it works out. You bring it all to the judge. Do you know what the judge does with it? The judge, this is all, no, no, yes, he <laughs> yeah, also does that. It. He or she also does that. The judge, this is, uh, what's the word? This is uh, not wordplay, um, Me allegory. The judge Alimony? has a drawer. No, no, no. The judge has a drawer. I'm not that drunk. The judge has a drawer of cookie cutters, and he takes one out, and he says, this kind of looks like what you're dealing with. This is your cookie cutter that I've used for 3,000 other people, so it'll probably work for you. If it doesn't work, come back in six months, and I'll try another cookie cutter. That's not against the judge. The judge has to deal with a shitload of bullshit all the time. I get it, but that's what you're in essence. You have 15 that's, minutes. Yeah, that's what you're doing, and then he moves on to the next one. Yep. So what you have to understand is if there's a way, like Chris is saying, this is my, this is his plea and now it's become mine. If there's a way for you to keep it out of the judge's hands and still take really good care of your kids, oh you're going to both please, win. Yes. You're, you're please, both going to win. Please do that. No one's going to lose. Let me say this. Even if as a man or a woman, you're the breadwinner and you feel like, man, I'm, I'm losing out on more money than I'd like. Look at the kind of custody you have. Look at the kind of time you have with your kids. Even if you're losing out on a little bit of coin that you wish you'd rather have, and you have more time with your kids, or a, a time that's agreeable to you, fucking take that shit. Especially if you can keep the courts out of it. 100%, every time. Yeah. <laughs> it, it draws a... Um, and by doing that, I also want to add, it draws a, a baseline, right? Yeah. So you, you and your partner have established... Alright, we're going to do this. We're going to try this out. Right. Okay. There, there are no courts... There's no judge. Yeah, so so from here on out, fluctuate. you're kind of like fluctuating. Hey, yeah. uh, Wednesday so through Friday doesn't work for me. It doesn't work you know for me. Yeah. Can you watch them? I, I can't. Okay, well, you know what? I'm going to get my mom and dad to watch them. Yeah. Okay, right? fine. That's, what's the definition of that, Stuart? Is that healthy compromise? Or no, oh, co-parenting. Co-parenting. <laughs> it's it's co-parenting. Co yeah, it's just if working you can together. Do that yeah. if you can work together to still bring up this child in a healthy environment. Yep. Do that. <laughs> That's the shit. Don't don't say hey, fuck you, right. person I couldn't get along with. Yeah. And and that and fucks fuck the kid over belief. too. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. And and remember, your child is half of that person. So oh, fuck you. That's a good point. The beliefs you you're gonna hold, you're gonna yep. instill that ha at least half of it mm -hmm. into that child. Yep. What they do with it is is that child's them. choice. Yep. So fuck you, and the beliefs or whatever decisions, whatever. Right. However, you want to live your life. Half of that is it. 
at least, right? Yeah, at least 80, 20, yeah. 50, 50, 50, 50, whatever. Yeah. 60, 40, whatever mm -hmm. it might be. Like, whatever it is, you're, you're putting that and you're just, you're just saying, like, that's not the way to go. Like, the way to go is, like, hey, we're going to meet halfway. Yeah. We didn't work out. I wish you the best of luck. I hope you're happy. I hope that you found someone that makes you happy. But let's not fight. Let's not fight about it. We're, we're not, not affecting. Kid. We're not affecting that. That. We're not affecting the the thing that literally just started off in its world. Right. And it's really, really difficult. I get it. Above. Yeah. Above all else, no, I, I get it. This guy knows. It's hard. Um. So I'm gonna share. I'm gonna. I'll probably end it with this. Okay. Uh. I'm gonna share probably something really deep. Um. Where. Um, me not going to court again mm -hmm. yet. Um, I choose not to yet because I can see my son is turning seven. My earliest memories was like three. Like, but what I mean like three, I'm, I'm talking about uh, a toy that yeah. I had when I was three, something that yeah. was important. Okay, your earliest memories of your childhood. Yeah, yes, of my three. childhood. Uh -huh. I'm trying to think hey you know what i i went through a lot of shit in my childhood yeah when did i really start connecting the dots mm -hmm. is right about the same time where he's at right now where he's at right now gotcha so i have to be very careful on how i move forward how i connect with his his mom how right. i do this how i do that yep. i can't just say this is how it's gonna be you're gonna eat instead of mac and cheese you're gonna eat uh, broccoli and <laughs> broccoli and chicken with some right. corn on the side right. and a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Yeah, um, you can't do that. Nope. It's they're developing. They're human beings. They are their own person. Uh huh. And you have to recognize that early on. This is not a reflection of you. This is not a. These people are not. A, they're people. They're, they're not a reflection person. of you. They're their own you person. Can, you can instill values. Yep. You can instill um, life lessons. But you can't impose. You're going to have to let them figure that you, out for themselves. My interjection would be you can impose, and that's going to cause damage. And you think about yourself as well, a child. Well, I mean, child. you can. Right, you can't. No, no, no. What I'm saying you is can, I'm agreeing with you by saying up. when you do impose, then you're, you think about the things that were imposed or pressed on you as a child. Did you want to keep doing those things as an adult? As an adult, uh, no, you ran from them. So what he's saying is, essentially, yeah. you can't impose because when you do that, you fuck it up. So technically, yeah, you can impose. Bad call. Sorry, back to what you're saying. No, no, no. Yeah. Thanks for clarifying because <laughs> could have went a different way. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, you can't really expect that the way they think is going to be the way that you think. They oh, have. Yeah. They have an entirely different side of what you yes. You decided at one point you're gonna reproduce with that, that thought process. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> you're you gonna go. you're gonna reproduce with that that way of thinking. Yeah, that's half of them. Yep, and, that's a very good point. I like that. And I never uh, thought about that before. And you you you, you kind of have to do the best you can to, if you don't agree with it, just kind of like m mitigate the damage. I guess you could yeah, say. Like, of course. you know, if if you think that's a uh, a destructive way of thinking and, and you don't agree with it 
and and you think that hey, like you should probably go to bed at this time. You're only this age, <laughs> right? And ten thirty is not. You a should good call. probably eat broccoli or something green that's gonna give you nutrition, right? Probably do that. If you're gonna, I don't know, whatever, not cuss, right? As a little kid, yeah. like whatever it might be, like you're not the only one. You, there's an, another side yeah. that like makes course. those decisions, and yeah. you. Before you can get pissed off, you have to realize that happened. Right. I have to accept it and then move forward and kind of like come together and say, hey, I don't agree with this. Be educated and do yep. your research yep. and say, know what you're talking hey, about. You may not want to put the, the kid to bed at 12 at midnight. It's <laughs> yeah. probably not a good idea. Because, yeah, uh, you know, see. Sleep deprivation results to X Y Z. Right. Right. Well, and you don't. And have... that way, they'll be like, "Hey, he's not just being a dick. Like, there's some type of. I can see where he's going with that. Yeah. Like, he's, he's got some education yeah. behind him. He can back it up. And you you come together. And you, I mean, if you can, and you you kind of like work together and make sure, hey, we're gonna have two different families, two different ways of living. Two different households, two mm -hmm. different backyards, two different pet animals, two different ways to eat, two different time bed uh, times to go to bed, yep. two different this, two different that. There, it, it's not going it to ever be going equal. And going. <laughs> it's not going to ever be equal. Right. And what you're trying to do is be that soldier that jumps on the fucking grenade to save the team. The team is yep. your kid. Yep. And that's the best way I could put it. That's the best way I could put it. <laughs> and You're going to fucking not, jump on that grenade. It's not grim at all. <laughs> all the people around you are going to be saved. Are going to be saved, meaning your child. Right. I think. And if you can sacrifice and you can work through the bullshit and you can ignore the dumb, narcissistical, <laughs> ignorant, egotistical, <laughs> ignorant, <laughs> naive ways of thinking of what you th at least believe. Yeah, that's your opinion. That's your opinion. Mm -hmm. Ways of the other parent. You're going to do your child, which is the main goal. You're going to do that child a service. Huge service. A huge service. And you're not going to wonder late at night, like, is my child going to grow up to be a fucked up individual? Right. Am I going to have a heroin problem? You're doing, you're doing your best. That's what counts. And that's where you have to... You gotta cut everything out. You gotta cut out your ego. You gotta cut out mm. your, at least on your side, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, you can only control you. And it might take therapy. It might take. It will uh, take therapy. Heavy drugs. It might. Take <laughs> ayahuasca. Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it might take whatever it might be. It might yeah. be DMT. Whatever it might be. <laughs> DMT. Uh, this is not, not about Joe, Joe Rogan. We're not, not talking Joe about Joe Rogan, Rogan. experience. You um, are. <laughs> but it might take for you to realize that I'm not the only person that made this being. So therefore, yeah. I cannot be the person that controls 100% of this yeah. being. And it's not. I'm just going to lower the collateral, collateral damage yeah. of what happens. That's... So yeah, yeah, I like that. That's that's those are all really good points. I think there's a word in there that I pulled out when you were talking that makes a lot of sense. That um, I get frustrated when I see uh, single. 
I get, I think it's, it's a, it's a self-righteous kind of thing, right? I get frustrated when I see single parents that don't embody this uh, one specific trait, and I think it's very important. Not single parents, parents in general. Sacrifice. And I think the thing that, and I'm not trying to end on a, on a bitching note, and we'll turn this around in a second, but the thing that really frustrates me is when I see a parent and or a single parent that just doesn't get sacrificed. You, you, whether it was... That's difficult. It is. I'm not saying it's easy. No, no, I'm not. I'm, no, no, no. I'm saying as a, as a, as a parent that does sacrifice a yeah, lot. It's difficult to see that. It's difficult to see that, that somebody else doesn't sacrifice. Right. And so I think that really goes back to dating. Oh, yeah, it does. The parent does. that doesn't sacrifice, yep. you look at that and be like, oh, shit, that's a red flag. Yep. So on the bright side <laughs> of that, then, on the bright side of yeah. that is myself, Chris, tooting our own, own horn, I don't care, uh, and other parents, Those many of those of you that are watching, single or not, that sacrifice for your kids, that understand like, hey, I made this person, and it is my job not to make sure they turn out right, air quotes, but to make sure that they're a good, happy human being. While that sounds very simple, if you are a parent, you know it's not. So with that, <laughs> yep. with that, we're gonna wrap it up and say, as always, thank you so much for walking, wa- walking, watching, watching, not your mother's podcast. We've had probably more whiskey consumed on this one than, than most of the others. I'm yeah, out. He's out. He reaches for more. And he's out. I'm done. I cut you off. I put the bottle over here. So we're grateful and thankful. Uh, two single divorced dads coming at you. We don't fucking know shit. We're just figuring out as we go along. What are you talking you, about? We don't know shit. <laughs> it's my ego. If you if you disagree or agree, great. It's 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 2018. It's the internet. We're happy you have an opinion because we got one too. So uh, as always, thanks for watching. Did you have something else? Leave your comments below. I really want to hear this, <laughs> this shit. Guy wants to hear I'm going to listen or read closely. Comments or not, I'm super, super grateful for each and every one of yes. you that have, that have paid attention to Not Your Mother's Podcast and very grateful for those of you that have watched this podcast up until the end. I do want to say that for single moms, dads, uh, single moms and dads out there, while we talk about other parents a little bit here and there, this is mostly about you single parents and specifically about single dads. Um, I love you guys. I think you're you're amazing. You're incredible people. Single parents that are doing the best to make their kids happy and working hard to make a good future for your kids. You're amazing people. I love you guys. So thanks so much for watching. Oh, Chris, go ahead. How did you know I was gonna want to talk? Anyway, your right, head right. cocked back. So like... <laughs> I'm gonna end it with this. Uh, for the... you said that before. No, no. no. <laughs> For the single for the single moms that really do put in 110, uh, thank do you. Do you want to put your number in the comments or? Just kidding. <laughs> that was too easy. <laughs> All right. No, no, but I'm with you on that for statement. The, for, the, going? for the single moms that yeah. I mean, I know I talked about uh, my experience with yeah. dating women that and and empathizing with them. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't get to that, but. Um, for the single women that do do the best that they can, truly do the best that they can for their for their kids, uh, I want to thank you personally, cause um, and dads yeah. obviously, but more so because I feel as though we came from a male perspective. Yeah, we want to make sure I want to make sure mm-hmm. that at least for like for the women I've dated, single moms and. On on the instant, uh, 
I don't really think they could have felt more alone. So you're yeah. not in it alone. You just need That's to find good. a person that, that matches you. You need to find that person that will meet you halfway or 100, 100, however you want to, whatever ET yeah. <laughs> podcast you want to listen to or whatever it yeah. might be. Um, I have the utmost respect for you. Um, and just keep it up. And just I'm with Chris on that. Like, single moms, you're fucking kick ass. You're amazing. Um, and, and we love you. Uh, to close for the gazillionth time, <laughs> we're, no, we're very grateful for each and every one of you. Very happy. Very happy you came along for this ride, and um, definitely look forward to hearing your opinions, your comments, and whatnot. Just know that if you're a parent at all, or specifically and especially a single parent, we are happy that you exist. We're proud of you for making the effort, and we want you to keep going, and like Chris said, make your kids number one. Thanks so much for watching Not Your Mother's Podcast.